0: Eleven o'clock comics, episode
1: two hundred
2: and thirty-one. Oh! <laughs>
0: Who is interrupting us?
1: Yeah, yeah. Sunk it, sunk it oh.
2: What's the matter? Nothing. Glad to be- I'm glad to be home i like not with you guys. Cricket, the, the forum thread was like, as far as most people concerned,
3: we didn't have an episode last week. Yeah, that's true. No, no,
0: no but if, if the Twitter responses are any indication, you were very bold last week, Mister Jason wood
2: I was bold. Yes, well, I don't know
0: what you said, you, but I'm guessing it <laughs> wasn't <laughs> something people wanted to hear because you was getting
2: attacked. Wait, I was. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like how could you do that? Why did you say that? Did you say I wasn't gonna I, I decided not to do it anymore or something? Oh, oh,
2: oh yeah, oh, oh Yeah, again. people people I just, were not I happy. I I played a, uh, Paul uh, the dead type of thing. I I just played it real straight, just being like, Man, you know, I can respect his wishes, you know, we're gonna miss him but you know, you gotta you gotta let him have his you know have his time and people oh. sort of being like sleep, like wait what, what What's wrong with Vincent? She's like you know, everyone's gonna remember him in his own way. You know, it's just, he's gonna follow his own path. People losing their love. shit, dude. People keep losing their minds. It was
3: awesome.
0: It's just plain silly. You,
3: had, you had just like really, you know, no offense to the other guys, to those three. Yeah, but if it wasn't for Vince, I wouldn't. But eleven o'clock is Vince. Vince is eleven o'clock.
0: And I gotta say, there was a couple people that jumped the gun that you know open mouth insert foot that I'm, exactly i'm guessing they wish they didn't say what they said <laughs>
3: i loved i loved it that was great i
0: know but hey you gotta do what you gotta do and i'm, I'm glad for the support but yeah, we yeah. were
3: able to talk you back off the ledge Dude, we're happy to have you back Comment yeah well, we, i'm glad you had second thoughts yeah i did
0: oh is it time yes it is what time is it it's 11 o'clock 11 o'clock comics episode 231 and i yes i'm vince b i
3: am david price
2: Oh, yes, you are. And I, straight from Hawaii, am Thomas Magnum, private investigator.
3: <laughs> oh, with your mustache.
2: Hello. You, are, you
0: are not Thomas Magnum, although you are as but you are attractive, I will say. Uh, you, you are Jason Wood, everybody, and this... What? episode as always has been sponsored by discount uh, comic book uh, service
1: uh, uh,
0: where you can get you in, in addition to uh, a healthy supply of uh, gas you can get 47 ronin out of dark horse it was it's written by mike richardson yeah, uh, with art it. by stan sakai, like, the, sakai the great sakai. the great and underrated stan sakai has been it's doing real. comics forever and you don't really
3: and like clockwork you know, too Letter actually Run
0: of Gru. Working with Sergio for that long? Uh, come on. And, and then doing Usagi Yojimbo. And now he's doing, uh, a, it looks like a human-based uh, story, 47 Ronin. Out of Dark Horse, your price, buck ninety nine. That's 50% off. You can also get the Batwoman Hardcover, Volume 2, to Drown the World, which is uh, written by J.H. Williams, Hayden Blackman, and art by Amy Reeder, J.H. Williams, and a bunch of people, I guess. I haven't read them yet. I'm waiting to do so in the hardcover form. You can get it for $11.49. Again, 50% off. Uh, Azern Publishing. Indie Comics Horror. This one's cool. I got my eye on this. Uh, it, it's right up my alley, like I said. Uh, Vaughn Bodie inspired Space Jockey cover from the old Creepy this thing half no 45% off you can get it for a lousy $2.61 and from the good folks at IDW trying to uh, bring Judge Dredd back over uh, like DC did it who else did it uh, there's been a, a bunch of stateside publishers who have tried Judge Dredd I hope the IDW version sticks uh, Witten, Witten Written by Mr. Dwayne Swazir Swazinski. <laughs> I fucked it up. Uh, art by Nelson Daniel and Paul Gulacy. Three ninety nine dollars cover price, your price, buck 99. Nowhere else but discount comic book service, dcbservice.com. And yes. if you're a first time customer, enter the following code into the pre-moistened slot and you can get an extra, an additional on top of your already one discounts, get an extra 8% off. David, what is that discount?
3: That discount, Vince, is none other than EOC8. it's
0: a beautiful thing. EOC8 gets you an extra 8% discount. It's incredible. DCBService.com. Just go right
3: now. Do it. Mm -hmm. Well, after you listen. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, you can pause. Take notes. Take notes. Maybe there's something else you might be interested in.
0: There will be required Googling for my thing.
3: Great googly moogly. As long as you're not DMX trying to use Google, you're good. No.
2: <laughs> but there will be.
3: Where my search, where where my search at? <laughs> Did you see that video? No. Google made him lose his mind, dude. I'll send you the link. It was it was crazy. But since we're talking about rappers, let me just say,
1: Snickers even raps?
2: though this is a comic book podcast, if you all have ever had any passing interest in hip-hop or wondered why other people like me love hip-hop, you got to watch... Freshly released by Ice T, his directorial debut, the documentary The Art of Rap. It is unbelievable. It's so freaking good.
0: Yeah. It's what I've been hearing.
2: Listen, again, you got to. Oh, I love Ice T. But it is so freaking good. I've watched Talk it twice. Police, man. I cannot wait to see it again when I I watched it on iTunes, but I can't wait to actually buy the disc. It's so that's awesome.
0: Good, seriously, that, Jason. That, that body was. count when it came out. Did you love it? or Did you hate it? it
2: of course, loved it.
0: Okay, yeah. me too. Me too.
2: I never told you. I told you my Iced Tea story, right? No. All right. So I'm in high school, going to it like on a school a school business trip. Uh we had to fly somewhere for future business leaders of America. Yeah. and yeah, I know. so, it's so we're, fitting, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're at Newark Airport going out to California, to L.A. And um, so, you know, I'm, I'm a big, you know, here I'm a little, I was probably like 14-year-old, you know, white kid, glasses, nerdy-looking kid, but big hip-hop fan. And uh, this was at the time when Ice-T was not only at the peak of his career, but was... This was for a lot of people listening, may think of Ice T as like the friendly, go lucky reality TV show, uh, co- you know, cop acting guy. But, but as you guys know, back when he was at, at the peak of his career, he was, you know, as hardcore a gangster rapper as there was. I mean, he was dangerous. And, and this yeah. was before, you know, anyone really knew that he was, you, you didn't think it was an act, you know, right. like, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm in line with, you know, I'm, I'm with a bunch of my high school, you know, classmates and stuff waiting for our flight. And we're like going to the food court to um to uh to get some food and when we had first gotten there and gotten off the bus, there was like this crowd of commotion, and all these people like crowding somebody and we saw that it was iced tea and uh and that was like you know probably an hour or two before so now we're at the food court and i see I look over and I see. Ice tea standing there with like, like probably like a hundred yards away, like with an entourage and stuff, you know, kind of surrounding it, his bodyguards and everything. And, uh, you know, and some of my friends are like, I'm like, oh, there's iced tea. And I was with this girl actually I had a huge crush on at the time. I'm like, oh, there's a tea. And she's like, who's iced tea? I- I'm like who's iced tea? But whatever, you know, so we're, we're in line at Burger Kang in the food, <laughs> right? And I, you know, I'm in line and I'm just getting my burgers and stuff, waiting to get my burgers. And somebody taps me on the shoulder and I turn around and it's fucking iced tea. And I'm, like, frozen in, like, totally starstruck.
0: Yo, pass me the ketchup.
2: No, because I had never, like, at this point in my life, I had never spoken or met a celebrity, you know. Like, this was the first time. Cause, um, so I turn around, and and I, I'm, like, I don't even know what to say. And he's just, like, he says, like, hey, I, I, I saw you, you know, you and your friends, like, looking over at me, you know. um, Did you, you know, did you want to? Did you want to say something? Or you not like I, I don't want to sound like he was trying to like he was saying it like a nice way, you know, and I was yeah. just like oh I'm like, oh geez, you know, and I just like, oh, you're iced tea, and you know I'm a huge fan of yours and I, we just saw you over there and we didn't want to bother you and he just started laughing, he's like, That's no bother, man. He's like, you know, I, I love all my fans. So he um you know, so he was just there and he was like asking these questions, like, what are you guys doing? Are you in school? Just make it small talk, and I'm like dumbfounded. He goes over to like the Hudson News stand, you know, like the the like the magazine. Oh uh, yeah. And he was on the cover of um he was on the cover of a uh of a um of a magazine it was either the source or whatever it was he just pulls a copy off the freaking stand without even paying for it he just pulls it off and and signs it to me and just hands it to holy me holy like, shit that and, is uh, smooth and and then it was like and the funny thing was is um is is he he you know I was like oh you know he's like you guys are going to LA me too and uh, and I'm, I was like, oh, are you going to LA to record? And he's like, no, I'm actually going to be in a movie. And again, now that you know Ice T is an actor, that makes perfect sense. But at the time, he'd never done any acting. So I'm oh. like, what? The? I'm like, what? The, a movie? I'm like, I'm thinking like, huh? You know, like like what's a gangster rapper going to be doing in a movie? You know? And uh, he was like, no, you know, I'm gonna. It's it's like it's I'm really excited. We're gonna, I'm gonna be making this movie, and uh, you know, and and it's. Be really cool, and I'm like, oh, okay, great, you know, you know, and and even during the whole time, I'm thinking like, oh, well, I mean, come on, what's it going to be like? Straight to video? Like who? Like again? Like what's a, like a rapper? As much as I like, I'm going to be in a movie for, and uh, and it turned out to be,
3: um, uh, I think it was called Ricochet. Like that was, for- oh, yeah, no, right, it yeah. Ricochet uh, with um Denzel yeah. and uh, uh, John. Um, oh crap. Uh, oh no, he was in um, Third Rock from the Sun. John Lithgow.
0: John Lithgow.
3: That's it, yep. So, yeah. oh, oh, oh,
2: that's, and so here's the thing that made him laugh, though. I forgot about this, because I just looked at the IMDb, and I remembered. He, he, you know, he, he, I guess he was a little, maybe not surprised, but he was like, oh, so you're a fan of mine? And I was young, again, like, I was maybe 13 or 14 at the time, and I'm like, oh, yeah, man, I'm like, totally, you know, I'm like, I'm a huge rap fan. We didn't call it hip-hop back then, we called it rap. Amazing. And uh, <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah? He's like, how long have you been listening? And I'm like, and I go, <laughs> I go... Dude, I'm like, I've been your fan since Breaking and Breaking 2. Oh. And he busted out laughing. He was like, oh, he's like, you are a fan. I'm like, oh, I'm not kidding, man. I'm like, I love – so it was great. So my point is that was what? That was, uh, that was 20 years ago. That was 1991. Yeah, yeah. So that was wow. – uh, yeah, it was, that Damn. was freaking 21 years ago, dude. And the point is, is like – so I never forget that. Like, it was yesterday, man. Like, that it was That's so cool. – awesome. he's always been – I'm always been a humongous fan of his because of that, so.
1: I met I, Desi Arnaz. I, <laughs> the uh,
3: the yeah, well, as well. as much as um as much as I, I I dug Body Count, I think I I prefer, iced Tea. Oh, me too, me too. And I, I mean, I think my favorite is probably "Bitch Tried to Kill Me." That has to be probably my my one of my fa- if not my you favorite. You live
0: I'm that, you keep buying paper.
3: Oh, oh snap! See, there you go. Well, as long as you don't see the credit <laughs> card bills, I'm good. <laughs> So
2: the, the cool thing about this documentary is it's um it's really just about the 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 uh, like the 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 process of being an MC, you know he he talks to tons of 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 the best you know rappers of all time, but he he really like asks them you know things like what does rap mean to you you know what's your process for writing lyrics you know so it's very much like a process movie which I love and there's one point where he's uh he's just sort of like shooting the shit with Dub C and. Uh, And WC was talking about how he became a rapper because he saw Ice-T rap. And Ice-T starts talking – like they start talking about like tricks of the trade. And it was hilarious because Ice-T said he always had like these little things he would do. Like if he ever forgot the lyric or like the beat skipped, he he said he had this one thing he would do is if like the beat started skipping, if like the the, the record started scratching or something or skipping, he would start lip syncing into the mic and pretend the mic's volume went out. That is Uh, awesome. Yeah, that's smart yeah and then he said other times if he'd be up on stage and he would he said there was always guys up front who would be like your super fans and they would know every word to every song so if he if he lost his place he'd pull the mic down on the crowd and let them rap oh, and then he'd pick it back up and start going again and I was like that is hilarious because you never think that like like little tricks of the trade it was great so big ups to Julian Lytle for telling me to be on the lookout for that too but yeah it's all
0: over the place now. There was a guy on the, on the ship who would go off. I, I, I pay attention and I try and observe people because that, that's my thing, right? There's this guy who had the beat, those beats headphones on, right? Oh, and, yeah. and he, and he had a, a leather bound notebook in his back pocket and he would go off by himself towards the, the, the corner of the ship right and i'd see him walking around back and forth doing this thing Like, what the hell is this guy doing and he would he would jot something down and walk back and forth and, and but when i got down you know close to him i could hear that he was rapping right and, and he would be as jason would say busting these rhymes and he would write them down and he said no 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 and he, he would like change words in between he's writing all this shit down he was like he was composing this rap sh- stuff on the ship like bu- it was cool
3: that is cool.
0: I'd be, you know, embarrassed to do that. I'd be like I trying, to, trying to get in my room and do it. You know what I mean? Out in the open, and right. and, and, and the I, a couple chicks stopped. So there you go. Uh, funny, uh, hot chicks too. <laughs> it's just like yeah, uh-huh. dude, dude, know something I don't. So yeah. So there you go. Yeah. So let's comics right. What are we drinking?
2: Uh, I'm, I'm drinking, drinking. Miller Lite. Hmm. So not nothing
3: too sexy, just what's what I had here. So how about you guys? You it are sexy, sexy dude. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh I am trying something new. I picked this up uh over the weekend. I stopped at the um the liquor store in Dutchess I like, and I figured I'm gonna try a couple things that I haven't had before, and one of them I really like I may have a new Merlot, I'm sorry, Vince Merlot. Merlot uh, gnarly head yeah, from <laughs> California. Uh, Love it already. It is. It is pretty goddamn tasty. I like it. A lot. head. <laughs> yeah, 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 gnarly <laughs> head. And it is no. I. I will. Uh, I will be back for more of this. Is it gnarly, expensive? dude? Is it expensive? No, that's why it catches my eye. Cool. No, I don't. I, man, I, man after, I, after my I own heart. Money on wine. No, I can't.
0: Nice. I am drinking Pepe Mac. Woo! Because I got, I got to bring it back after that oh, damn... With a K. Yeah, I got to watch for a while. Too much food.
2: Yeah? Yeah.
0: Wow, they throw food at you. Oh, Night, hey, 25 that? hours a day, it's food.
2: So. 24-7.
0: Let's do some comics. What we got? Uh, what
3: got? What you got, homie?
0: Oh, boy. You really let me go first?
3: Yeah, why not? It's...
0: All right. I read a lot of things.
3: Good. You were on vacation.
0: Oh, That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, I read a ton of comics, but um, let's see. I reread the entire run of Omega Men from back in the day. Okay. Wow! I read Volume Two Damn. of okay. Omega Men, which came up around was it the um, uh, what was the event that came out of? Not it, it was um, not. Th- what was the the second weekly book DC did?
3: it wasn't it uh, wasn't fifty two it, was it wasn't fifty two
0: it may have come up around contown it's a great series uh read that uh I read a bunch of pre code horror books uh, mm-hmm. but the point being that uh say forty fifty issues of assorted comics and none of them had the impact of this one it's a it's a one shot from image um uh right up my alley it was published with from what i remember very little notice or fanfare it mm. came out in july of this year uh 68 pages i believe yeah 68 pages uh get a, pa- a paper and a pencil and write these names down one of them you okay. you're, you're you're very familiar with uh the art was by riley rossmo we know oh, yeah. him right uh, it was written by uh, someone called Alice Coat, K-O-T. Okay. First name Alice, A-L-E-S. Uh, Gregory Wright did the colors, and uh, Clayton Cowles uh, was uh, responsible for the lettering.
2: Okay. Uh, it,
0: it, one of my, my favorite writers, William Burroughs, uh, Composed one of my all-time favorite um, groups of, of ideas uh, on the subject of control. Control. Uh, I know control is very important, not to to the people who want it. You know, uh, he said. And uh, death needs time, like a junkie needs junk. I've said that before on the show, and you'll hear me say it again. Uh, and what does death need time for? For what it kills to grow in. Uh, and, and and one step further and more appropriate for my needs here with this book, control needs time, like a junkie needs junk. Mm-hmm. Y- you take away the time, and control has nothing on which to feed, right? Control needs time to grow the lies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And this is where uh, I'm going to start getting in trouble with people, because I'm going to say things that people don't want to hear. Okay, a- a- Evolution is time. Evolution is also lies, a whole pack of lies wrapped up in evolution there's the, and this is just my opinion if you don 't believe me that 's that 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 is, is is your prerogative religious lies there's been a, a boatload of racial based lies, political lies, economic lies, historical lies, and so on, all of which serve to control they divide us, and by dividing us, they makes it easier to conquer us. they keep our minds. Shackled with these I, these concepts that do nothing more than pit segments of the human organism against other segments of the human organism we we, we we're, we're taught that you, you know Catholics certain Catholics believe that their ideas are the way it is and people who don't find those ideas very believable, are at odds with Catholic people. And then there's your political headbutting, where the Democrats and are butting heads with the Republicans. And, and, and it's this is done for a reason. It, it's done to keep people segmented, keep aspects of the human organism separate from other aspects. And because in the end, and this is one of the principles on which this comic is, is founded, we are all one. You, you can choose to believe it, you can choose not to believe it, but the human organism is exactly that, an organism. It is one thing, one thing comprised of many, many billions of different parts, but in the end, we're all linked uh and, and this i'll tell you the name of the comic the comic is freaking brilliant it, it it the reason why i said it was published with little fanfare or notice is because mm-hmm. it, if if people read this thing for what it is and 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 they they digested the message it's a sea change it is without a doubt the most important comic book that i have read all year
2: wow them yes big words
0: it no it is um it's the principle of uh, the name of it is called wild children okay like i said one shot from image um and it's 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 founded uh the concepts uh that trail throughout the work are are taken from a quote by mr hakim Bey, who was um brilliant thinker but an incredibly shitty writer um, get this. This is this is the quote on which this whole issue is founded. And this is one sentence. So this is why I say he, he's he's not a great writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Children whose clarified senses betray them into a brilliant sorcery of beautiful pleasure reflects something feral and smutty in the nature of reality itself. Colon natural ontological anarchists angels of chaos their gestures and body odors broadcast around them a jungle of presence a forest of prescience complete with snakes, ninja weapons turtles, futuristic shamanism incredible mess, piss, ghosts sunlight jerking off birds nests and eggs gleeful aggression against the grown-ups of those lower planes, so powerless to englobe either destructive epiphanies or creation in the form of antics fragile but sharp enough to slice moonlight. Hakim Bey masturbates on the page that quote sucks but what he's trying to say is the, the, the germ of that mm-hmm. paragraph of a sentence is and and a much more capable writer and an equally brilliant thinker Richard Alpert aka Ram Dass encapsulated all that shit in three words be here now mm-hmm. what this means is think in the moment uh, and this ties into Hakim Bey's book uh, Taz the temporary autonomous zone. The, the crux of this issue, what they're trying to say is, in a nutshell, five kids take over a high school. Okay. And they have a message. They, they are armed with guns. They have a bomb, or do they? Uh, and, and they take these teachers hostage and they broadcast their message over the interwebs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they continually say, you know what? These aren't really guns. We're not going to hurt you. But they have a message, and it's important that they get this message out. And the message is to become a temporary autonomous zone. What does that mean, right? Not everybody has read Taz by Hakim Bey. What it means is to think in the moment. There, there, okay. there's, no, there's no past or future. There's only now. In order to cast off all this, all these thousands of years of mental shackles, all this bullshit that we've been conditioned to believe as the truth is just that bullshit and you got to get to get away from it you think in the moment you don't don't base your thoughts or your actions on your prior conditioning forget it all and just be here right now and that's where you know um it's it's the dropout culture it's timothy leary's famous quote you know tune in turn on drop out Mm -hmm. and the dropout meaning meaning don't believe the bullshit wipe it from your mind it, it it's like like terence mckenna's e-ching spawned um novelty spread of of the, the time wave zero the message it's there right the, the, the people have been preaching this message for 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 thousands of years uh, and, and at first it was ridiculed and that's another thing that that this book does the message is at was at first ridiculed if you if you Possess unconventional thought, you're you're regarded as a nut job, a woo woo, right? We Mm -hmm. we still see it today, but if you notice, it's not even the most outlandish theories are are not as ridiculed as they would have been, say in the forties. the 50s like what 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 if in the 40s or the 30s you came out and said there are there are beings from other planets visiting our planet on a regular basis people would would, they would lock your shit up right today although you know a lot of people don't believe it it's not as ridiculed so the message is out there and it's recurring and despite evolution's best efforts to erase it from race memory And that's what all this is about, race memory. Uh, It's increasing in frequency. Wild Children is a trip reset, which uh, is a return of the brain to its factory default settings, releasing one's mind from control. And by one, I mean all. Because while we are all unique entities, we are all one. We are all the human organism. Like I said, all connected, crisscrossing like quarks. Across impossibly large distances, right? You got we're simultaneously together and alone. So how does one repel control? By and this is covered in the comic by becoming Hakim temporary autonomous zone, and by thinking in the moment, thus starving control. You know, no time, no control, right? There, that's how it's it's done. You refuse the buildup of 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 thousands of years of mental crap abandon it think in the moment be here now so the kids they take over the high school and they dose the teachers (laughs) 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 They, they give them lsd and the teachers trip but, and then, but there's a question of, is it LSD or is it not LSD? Because, uh, there's a part in the, in the book where it's just like, we didn't give you LSD. It's LSD. It's a placebo. But the, conceptually, what does, does, uh, LSD do, right? It's, it's a consciousness expander, which is a nice way of, or, or, a, or a, a hoity-toity way of saying it leads to unconventional thinking. If you don't think along normal modes, you are unconventional. And, and, and the conventional thinking is the very thing that got us into this mess. So, so you have, the, the teachers are dosed and they're, they're seeing things in, in different ways and the, there's subtle keywords being dropped upon them by the students. Um, and it, there's a point in which the comic, like Animal Man and in the Invisibles, where the comic becomes self-aware. The characters realize or, uh I, I think the five students knew from the beginning, but they, they, they spread the message that they are characters in a comic book. And and the one um student just looks up, he's got his head cocked and, and there's a there's an intentional moray pattern um in the coloring, which you know hints at the the dots produced by printing you know um and he's got his head cocked and he's looking up in the corner he says gentlemen can you please strip the color from lottie just temporarily careful please and in the very next panel you see one of the the teachers and there's a the panel is in full color with the exception of a long rectangle and everything within the rectangle is gray and the teacher just freaks the fuck out and, and like <laughs> vomits, uh, which leads to another theory that on which this comic book is based. And this is the, the crazy one. Uh, most of them are, are believable. This one is a little bit outlandish even for me that, uh, they make a big point of uh going into these these theories postulated by this Rus- Russian physicist where there within the, a black hole uh, you, you have this ravenous thing sucking in everything including light within a black hole there are strata orbits that could be safe okay for 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 living things to in which to reside right and and that uh, compounded further they say that if there if these safe orbits did exist that the reality within those orbits would be spaghetti i think what they say spaghettiized, meaning it would be pulled like a piece of spaghetti that that reality would be flattened that's i spun it. it it would be flattened and it would still have length meaning it would be linear but there would be no depth it would be flat uh, so, they're postulating that we exist in a two-dimensional sequential reality within this safe huh. orbit. Now, now, this is where it becomes really cool. So, if time is linear in this sequential reality, it's 2D, it's sequential, it's linear. Sound familiar? What is that? It's a fucking Comics. comic book. Yes. Yep. This book is brilliant. And, and, but I have to be honest. At first pass, it can be perceived as kind of preachy because most okay. of the comic it's a televised broadcast right so most of the comic are these kids look? that ties into the be here now the riley rossmo's art is it's unrefined for rossmo we we are we are like in proof and, and and uh green wake we we're used to riley rossmo's art being incredibly um ex- expressionistic but dense right there's a real lot of marks in ross art. there's a lot of textures going on this is almost all line and it's intentionally haphazard right which conceptually it's immediate it it fits in with that be here now it's of the moment it's not there's no noodling going on there's no um historical build up of the rosmo style he's forgetting all of that and he's just drawing on instinct that that ties into what this the message that this comic is trying to make right when you see it you'll 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 you have to if you haven't read it it's it's very difficult to Mm. grasp It's not difficult, but you need to see it in order to fully understand what the hell's going on here. I could say it's Rossmo drawing with, uh, you know, an unadorned line. But when when you get the 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 melding of the characters speaking and the message and what you're looking at, and it's flat color too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most of the color employed in the book is flat, so uh, there are points where it's not, and they're done for effect. Like one of one of the teachers gets shot, and uh, he's riddled with bullets, but I thought they weren't guns, but they're not guns. But anyway, his, his, his blood streams out onto the floor, and one of the characters draws a lotus okay. in, the, in, in, the, in the blood. And a lotus uh, is, is, one of, is symbolic for um, enlightenment. Yes. And, and, so, and in the end, I'll, I'll blow one of the uh, surprises because it's important to the book. The guns weren't real. What is real in this? What is real in this? It does, but then that's the thing. It doesn't matter what's real. None of it matters. You, you, to, to dis- discern whether or not it's real is to, is to engage in, and there's, there's two, um, points the character's trying to make. One is on, ontology. Whereas, it's the study of being, right? But yes. there's Hauntology plays a big part in this. What the, what the fuck is hauntology, right? Um, I didn't Not to know. That's
2: use tauntology, which is the study of Star Wars animals. It's the study
0: of cutting open bellies of Star Wars animals. No, I had to look it up. I didn't know what hauntology is. And and I, and I went to the uh, Wikipedia page and it says, the idea suggests that the present exists only with respect to the past. So, you consider the human organism as, a, say, a block of wood. And the past... It just keeps layering on the lacquer, and it keeps building up and building up and building up over the over the over millennia. And all this built up is all these concepts that we've been force fed. It's it's trying to dig ourselves out of control, being controlled. That's what this comic book is about, and it's it's fucking brilliant. And it it's just my words can't do justice to it. You need to read it. You need to experience it. It's 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 like a distillation of William Burroughs and Timothy Leary and Marshall McLuhan, Hakeem Bey, Terrence McKenna, the Beatles, like within, without. uh it, It's an amazing comic. It's a one shot. It's not going to set you back a lot. I think it was five bucks.
1: Okay, four ninety nine, five ninety nine. Sixty
0: eight, sixty eight pages. Okay, it's it it, it it's a, it's cons- a conceptual shocker. Because New this comic is a, or old? Ah, oh, came out in July of this year. As I say, nobody year, been, wow. right. Nobody's been talking about this goddamn thing. Why? Why? I, because I didn't get it when it first came out. I only stumbled upon it because somebody on Twitter said, "Dude, you got to read this. It's, it's up your ass." So far, oh, you it, 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 it's coming out of your mouth. I said, "Okay, I'll read it," and I did. And I'm like, "Yeah, th- th- there's a." Uh, a text page right after the cover it says guns illegal substances lies love not everything as it seems maybe not school what maybe not sweet not what it looks panel theory theoretically if the message transmission guns haunts me just breathe kiss rotten smile and it's just this is the shit i live for it's all concept Uh it is and this is you it's it's friggin me and I, I gotta thank the creative team for doing this. And if you read it, you will thank them as well because it will, uh, make you think differently about everything around you. There's a huge component of reincarnation energy that which, uh, you know, energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It, it is, and it's, it's us, and we are energy. And we are just shells containing that energy. And where does the energy go when we, when we die? Well, does it get recycled? Who the fuck knows, right? But, there is a lot of um, information in here that may push you in a certain direction. It may may make you think differently about everything. It needs to be read. It's 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 important. It's, it's not fluff.
2: It's you gotta read it. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Right. Really? Okay, right. no, you're good. good. I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm on it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So okay. I let me see. I have two. I will talk about. Yeah. Okay. Uh, DC Comics original graphic novel in the works for a long time. And no, I'm not talking about Teen Titans games. (laughs) I am talking about the Judas Coin by Mr. Walt uh, Simonson. Yes. Written and drawn. This has been a project that Walt has been working on since the 90s. I don't know what took him so long, but he finally is done, and it uh, it came out last month, and I read it. So, the premise is pretty cool. It is um, for you uh, heathens out there: Judas Iscariot uh, betrayed Jesus Christ. Uh, and again, keep in mind I'm an atheist, but I'm just speaking from a from a, a story standpoint here. So, but G- Judas was the uh, the traitor, uh, and he was paid. 30 coins for his efforts. And this premise is that, uh, Walt's premise here is that one of the coins um, makes its way through time and that because it was Judas's coin, it has with it uh, a curse that anyone that holds it has bad stuff happen to them. And it is basically, in his own way, an anthology that jumps through time starting in the biblical era, working all the way up into the far-flung future. And each of the it's six short stories involving this coin and what happens to the people that are in possession of this coin. Uh, And the uh, conceit is that um, Walt chooses, for the most part, very obscure um, but pre-established DC characters for each story. Oh, okay. So, So... you first have in seventy three A.D. the Golden Gladiator, uh, and he and the emperor are on the road. And okay. uh, what's that? Yeah, on again. the road again? That's right. Uh, and then you know something. It's it's sort of like a Twilight Zone, you know, where where like bad things happen to those who possess the coins. So, but each one's a different type of story. Then you jump ahead to a thousand A.D. and you get the Viking Prince uh and then, which, by the way, I think is the best looking of the bunch uh Walt tries to in, um he i heard him speak about this book as it was as he was finishing it up. He drew each uh story in a slightly different manner trying he's trying to toy with different styles different uh different mediums um so i think one of the one of the stories is just um uh inks on on directly off of his pencils um he does some painting in one of the stories one of the stories is black and white. So it's very cool. You know, I mean, look, I mean, I'm, I think we're all huge Simonson fans, and this is, I know there were some complaints about his recent Avengers stuff from some people, but right. well, this looks great. This is great looking stuff. The uh, Viking story in particular, I mean, he draws this Viking ship that's almost like a city. It's so big. It's so monolithic. Um, it's just very, very cool. And very, very evocative to me. Probably why I liked it so much is because it looked like the, um, it looked very much like his Thor stuff. You know, there's a there's a there's a giant that he fights and uh you know the guy's got you know it's like sword and sorcery. Um but then from there we go to seventeen twenty and we find Captain Fear, and that is a classic pirate story. Uh again, it looks wonderful in the open seas. Then we go to uh what year? Let's see, hold on, to eighteen eighty one, and we come across Batlash, which uh which was probably my favorite of the bunch in terms of the story. Um, You know, Batlash is at a poker table. Uh, Things don't quite go right, as you might expect. And Bat has to extricate himself from a most unpleasant situation. Then we jump to the present, and this is where uh, Walt probably plays most to the uh, marketing gods. And we jump to Two-Face. And how appropriate is that that Two-Face would be in a story about a coin, right? So that's the black and white one, and it's not only black and white, but it's done um, horizontally. You know, where you have to turn the the book um, uh, on its screen. side, Wandscape. and it's done as if it's in like a newspaper. So it's like the Gotham Gazette, <laughs> uh, and that involves a Two Face trying to rob a museum to get an ancient coin collection, and he comes across this coin, and Batman is involved, although he is, I would say, a supporting character versus Two Face being the main character. And then just when you think you're done and Two-Face does what he does, you jump to 2070 – or no, I'm sorry, 2087, and you are confronted with Manhunter. And the cool thing about that story is that uh, Walt tries to – or I shouldn't say tries, he succeeds in drawing that story very much like um, classic manga. Giant eyes, very voluptuous women, bright colors – so, uh, it's a really cool thing. I mean, this is a labor of love for Walt. He's been working on it, like I said, for well over 15 years. Um, and it's great. I think Since it's... Since you've met ice What's that? Since you've met Ice-T. Exactly. I was hanging out with Ice-T <laughs> when Walt started, I think, drawing the first page of this. Um, so, I will say that that if you're a Walt Simonson art fan, this is a must-have book. It is, it's not that big. It's $22.99 cover price. Um, it is. Let's see how many pages. It's not a big book by any stretch. It's not even. Um, I don't have the page count, but I would say it's. Uh, it's probably like 150 pages, maybe.
0: Wow. Uh, you know, it's so good to hear that that the art is is solid in it. Of, yeah, yeah. Because when I f- saw when initially when I saw the cover image, I was like, no, dude, no, I I, I do not think the cover is one of Walt's finest moments
2: yeah i would agree i also would say i don't know the timing of this but a lot of this art was drawn years ago mm-hmm. mm. you know what i mean like he has been working on this continuously so i don't know what was new versus what was old Yeah. so that's gonna that's gonna be a part of this um i will say though that that again because i'm such a simonson fan this was awesome and i'm happy to have it especially from the art the story is not um overly compelling in, in as much as that you know when I think of like what I think this could have been, it could have been. I hearken back to like you know the EC, you know like if this was like an EC book, you know each of the stories would have been, just the conclusions of them would have been you know shocking or or stunning or really you know you would have just been really titillated by each of the stories, much like you would be in great Twilight Zone episodes. You know, this doesn't quite deliver on that. Like in other words, like the 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 conceit of the coin being bad luck for the for the bearer is pretty much consistent throughout and ultimately you can kind of guess what happens to each of the bearers. So I don't know that he he plays enough with, with, with the way the coin can screw over people as 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 I, as I think he could have. So I, I wouldn't say this is the strongest storytelling per se. I mean, it's not bad. You know, it's, it's again, it's sort of, it's, it's fulfilling in its own right, but it's not like I didn't come away thinking, wow, that was, you know, like I would have if I read an old volume of like, you know, of, of like an, if I got like another volume of the, you know, of, of eerie or creepy, you know, I didn't come away with that kind of like love for the story itself, the hook of each story. But visually, especially, um, juxtaposed against each setting in, in a different style, I really found it quite enjoyable. But, so, I mean, let's be
0: honest, it is a vanity project, right? For Walt.
2: Oh absolutely absolutely. Yeah. There and the, the again it, it it there's no reason it had to have DC characters right? I mean other than the the Batman two-face story these characters are very obscure. I mean Batlash yes he's Batlash but it could have been just any any you know 1800s you know cowboy gunslinger who happens to be a you know a, a ladies man and a gambler right which is like all of them right like they're very common fictional yeah. trope. Same thing with Captain Fear. I mean it's he that's just an excuse to tell a story about pirate ships in the high seas you know he doesn't the fact that's captain fear is totally irrelevant it's not like captain fear means much to anybody same thing with the the viking prince i mean it's just it's a viking story you know and and there's no it's it's only the viking prince because dc's paying him to do this book right so um you know again other than the the two-phase story there's really no reason this had to be under the dc banner in in the dc universe but um but it's cool. You know, like I said, I mean, it's cool in the sense that he had to do it that way in this case because the the coin is sort of making its way through time, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, like I said, I, I definitely recommend it if you're a Simonson fan, and I know that a lot of listeners are. Um, and I know people, myself included, may have hesitated from buying this book because you weren't sure, you know, again, if it was going to be like the new Avengers Walt we just saw or if it was going to be the Walt that we've known for 30 years and it's a good chunk of the, of the latter rather than the former. Right. So, you know, I definitely say pick it up. I'm sure this would be something you'll be able to get for like 10 bucks at a con, maybe near Comic-Con or, you know, at a, a T-Fall sale or on Discount Comic Book, you know, somewhere. You'll be able to get it cheap, and, and I definitely think it's worth it if you're a Simonson fan. You know What's cool? What's
3: cool?
0: Walt did the covers for that. Uh, I believe it was a five-issue limited series of Bat Lash that John Senverton did a couple of years ago. Walt did the covers, so that, that thats right, pretty
3: yes. cool. Yeah, and he was also because uh, he was writing it with with his wife. But wasn't he doing the covers for the Warhammer or the um, no, was it um Worlds of Warcraft? What was the 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 DC was publishing um. Not a tie-in, but, but a comic series based on, I think, a card-based card, yeah, a, a, a card game.
0: Yeah. No, he did Worlds of, World of Warcraft.
3: He wrote it with it, but did he, did he just do the covers, or did he do the interiors also? No, he didn't
0: do the interiors. Okay. Yeah. yeah I didn't even know he did the covers, but I knew he was writing it. I, I have not have yet to pick that up.
3: Oh, yeah, me too. Well, Only because of the subject matter. but Yeah, mm-hmm. it's,
0: yeah but it's cool.
3: It's yes, absolutely.
0: Have you ever played the game?
3: I used to play. I played Command and Conquer. I played the original Warcraft. Yeah. Um. The Worlds of and things like that. <laughs> not so much. I, only because I, I didn't. I didn't have the. I, it was a time suck. I didn't have.
0: I'm very afraid to try Worlds of Warcraft because I've played Warcraft, Warcraft Two, Starcraft. Like I love the the uh, turn based strategy games. Right. Mm-hmm. But not a huge fan of these, what are they, MMOR? Yeah, MMOs. Yeah. yeah. Nah,
2: nah. Uh, I've never played World of Warcraft. And again, I just, I'm just i so addictive with things like that that I feared if I ever did, I'd just be immersed and it would just suck the
0: But you know what? After a while, you approach the initial stages of the game the exact same way, which is one of the things that burned me out. Like, you have to set up your, 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 uh, you know, your army base and then you have to set sure. up your, your, and you mine for gold and you have to do things in a certain pattern, uh, uh, trial and error, uh, to amass the most resources quickly. And mm-hmm. that, the initial part of the game sucks. But once you start, you know, actually fighting with your opponent, then it right. becomes cool because it's, it's, it's not the same. It's, it varies. But yeah, that's the thing that burned me out. That, that initial blast that you gotta do everything the same way. Mm-hmm. So whatever. All right, comics back. <laughs>
3: David. Uh, okay. Well, what you got, uh, Paula? I got. Well, I got a couple of thanks. This oh damn! Hit, hit, hit them off at the beginning of the episode. Uh, oh, We're well, rusty. We're well, rusty. I, I know. Seriously. Well, red spec, The uh, I have to thank uh forum member, Nell Campbell. <laughs> he uh, it sounded like
0: you said Nell yeah. Campbell. No, maybe who, Glenn who Campbell. Was but, who was the forum member that you just thanked? I didn't, didn't hear.
3: Give me a break. Not on Nell Campbell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. C A M not K A M. Uh, he he was nice enough to hook me up with the um, the I don't know if it's ultraviolet, but for he hooked me up with the digital code, so I'll finally be able to watch Superman versus the Elite.
0: Oh, look at you! Oh, nice. right.
3: Thank you for that. I have to thank Mr. John Fallon who um, dinged me on Facebook and. Said that he was going to eBay this book, but figured he'd run it by me to see if it'd be all right if I had it, if, if he gave it to me. And I am now the proud owner of um, Starblaze Graphics, Mage V1, green hardback in a slip case, signed and numbered by Mr. Matt Wagner.
0: Signed and numbered?
3: Snap. He crawled number, straight up your butt. 175, dude. He, <laughs> He was like, you know what? He's like, I, I just want a fan of of the story of Wagner's to have it, and and I really do, do appreciate that. I, I we pulled up into the driveway, and and the box was was on the stoop, and Renee gave me the old stink I She's like, "What the hell's that?" I'm like, "Oh, you didn't order nothing? I don't know what it could be." And then I, I realized uh-huh. what it was, because uh, John mentioned it that, that he had shipped it, and um, and she, she was she's cool with it and that that's in quotes because one, not, I love it, that's it's, quotes. it's on the uh it's on the shelf with my prized possessions and it's not sitting on the top of another pile of books that i either have to read or have to get ready to give away so it's not just added to the collection uh and she knows my love of of the series mage and my man crush on matt wagner so she is she's okay with this one um and I have to thank uh, Mr. John O'Brien for sending me the second volume of uh, his his comic strip, Public Education.
1: Nice all
0: right. Yeah, he,
3: uh, he he hit us all up on the uh, on the forum through the private messages, and, and I I um I had the first volume, and it's great. It's, it's it's he's a teacher, and you know, and it's basically just the teacher interacting with his students and a little uh, teaching tip. on on the bottom of each uh of each comic strip and and it's it's it really is it's it's cute it's um there are some things that are you know that you will laugh at uh but it's just it's it really does come across as a labor of love and and he likes doing it and and i i enjoy reading it so i i want to thank him for uh going out of his way to send that and letting us know that uh that it was available that can actually be found at um I want to say strips4.com. Um, I'll get it right. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll hit it up. We'll, we'll have it right in the, um, before we finish up here. I don't want to go and, and look up the website now, but, right. uh, um, volume two is out. I pimped the hell out of this over the weekend. So if you missed it, it's too late. Sales over. Uh, but, um, I haven't read it in so long and Mr. Um, well, actually, Jason knows who I'm going to mention because he recently uh, did it. Well, before it was called hip hop, it was rap podcast with uh, Mr. Sean Pryor, and yes. Sean was nice enough to send me the um, the six issues of Legends for Christmas a couple years ago with with the sweet with the um, with the caveat that you know we're going to talk about it on his show and we still have to do that. So um The burn thing. I, the burn thing. Oh man. So this past weekend from Friday ran until Monday. Comixology had a legend sale. Yes they did. Ninety nine cents an issue. So that's just for you know, so six bucks gets you that burned thing. But they also had on sale all twenty two issues. That tied into the legends so for for 27 for less than for for 27 bucks just over 27 bucks you get the entire legends event
0: and That's awesome
3: it is awesome and and i bought the first i bought the six issues because I, I this way i can have them on whatever device i'm reading them on and i don't have to dig out the issues when i talk to sean about it um but before the weekend was up I just said to hell with it, and I bought the other twenty-two tie-ins. And yeah, you did. I cannot wait to read this. I'm, I'm not, I'm not reading it yet. I, I promise, Sean, because I believe it's going to be me, Sean, Mr. Chris Campbell. And uh, I'll tell
2: you. I mean, not that I'm saying I'll be on the show with you, but I will. I, I, you talked me into buying Legends like two, <laughs> two Chicago's ago, and uh-huh. uh, I read the first issue, but I have them all sitting
3: here. So sweet. Okay. I'll read them. More than right. Yes, because we, um, I'll time it so that we can we can pimp sean's program and when 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 um around the time we talk about it on his show i'll definitely talk about it here as well so i mean we can definitely i i think i i had i caught a little bit of flack and then i had some people who kind of agreed with me but i find you know as great as terry austin isn't as great as he is on burn i i really do truly believe that carl kessel is the best anchor for burn wow I do. I, I will I will defend that. I have absolutely. That's nobody.
0: fighting words for a lot it's, of people.
3: I know it is. And, I, you know, Austin is great by himself. Austin is great over Marshall Rogers. Austin is great over Byrne. I just don't think, when I look at other inkers over Byrne, especially Kessel, nobody touches Carl. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Except um, his wife, I
3: heard. Well, but it's... Uh, it's, yeah. it's um, I will say easy.
0: one thing before you read it. John Byrne is a man who knows how to use Shazam.
3: Oh yes! Not, not
0: like that fool Jeff Johns, okay. he's doing a poor <laughs> Shazam now. No, Captain Marvel. They're killing him. John Byrne knows how to use Shazam.
3: It's well, and and it, it needs to be, uh, without giving too much away. It's it's penciled by John Byrne. It it this was great because it followed the Crisis series. So you had, you had George Perez, you had Mister DC, do the first crossover tie-in major event for DC, and then you had um. And then you followed up with John Byrne, who recently left Marvel, did the Man of Steel miniseries and any of the this, because he was also doing the Superman books at the same time. Um penciled by Byrne, inked by Carl Kessel, uh written, plotted by John Ostrander and Len Wayne. And it is the it's not new, it's not something where you're like, oh I, I you know, it doesn't doesn't go anywhere near the new fifty two. This actually is the this ends. The original Justice League of America series with the Detroit team, and it is it segues into the Giffen, DeMatteis, Maguire, and Austin Justice League with Maxwell Lord. So it's it's that area. It's it's mid eighties, and uh, and it's it's um, Black Canary in her blonde mullety do with 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 that <laughs> the, in, that with abomination the, of a costume. <laughs> that was. Yeah to Janet Jackson's closet or something but it's it's yeah. um so yeah so they had the legend sales. It's too late now I'm just I'm just talking about you know what I did while Vince was away um oh but God. I I recently read um Incredible Hulk number 13 which um ended Jason Aaron's Stay Angry arc and it kicks off Hulk's United um and it is it explains why Banner had um had Hulk do what he did while he was on his uh on his various quests to um to accumulate things here and there and um I did not realize what I missed before that, and I guess apparently a gamma bomb went off and and Hulk and Banner were actually two separate people. Dr. Doom was involved in this a um A gamma bomb went off obliterated destroyed killed. Bruce Banner. <laughs> That's he, awesome. There's no more Bruce Banner was gone and only the <laughs> Hulk remained but um enough of Banner was still around that it and I'm completely paraphrasing this it, it merged with Hulk but basically Hulk was the sane normal version and and Banner was the demented criminally insane dude and
0: well, uh um, Wait a minute, wait. What merged with Hulk?
3: Banner. Banner's consciousness, his 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 energy, so he could still turn into Banner. Banner the physical form of Banner was gone. Ooh. But the Gamma Bomb, um, I'll say just gave enough of, left enough of Banner where it merged with Hulk. And so so now when when Hulk calms down, he can he can become Banner, but he doesn't want to become Banner because Banner's fucking batshit insane.
0: Now wait a minute. Is this like um astonishing x-men between the raindrops kind of stuff or is this no this,
3: marvel this is marvel continuity hulk now oh, just the way this, it is yeah this is marvel continuity hulk because uh there was a flashback to um betty as red she hulk oh jeez uh, uh, hmm. there and and i believe this kind of ties into marvel now because you have that that teaser image and you have that skeets looking dude next to the hulk in that yeah. picture mm-hmm. the this issue looks like um you have hulk and that might be banner's brain in that little flying case
0: oh jeez
3: wow so it's i i'm i'm and this 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 issue ends with um with hulk all loading himself up so that he can uh he basically needs to go take on doctor doom he needs to, He wants to destroy Doom. And they can't, Banner can't do it by himself. Hulk can't do it by himself. So together, they have to work together to, to take down Doom. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see where this storyline ends because I'm pretty sure, or where the storyline's going because when it ends, we'll have led into Marvel now and we'll see where, where Hulk is from there. And that's where and I guess Wade and Lanil Yu will, will take over. But I've, I, I talked about the Hulk book for the past few issues during this "Stay Angry" arc, and it, it continues to be fun. Actually, this this one looked really cool because uh, art by Hefte Palo. And, oh, cool, Hefte Palo, nice. Yeah, and um, Doctor Voodoo, and there's even some uh, and Black Panther Secret Invasion mm-hmm. art about it. The, I
0: think uh, they canceled that book too early.
3: Of course, yeah. they. Um, that was Remender, right? Yeah, and uh, there's even callbacks to uh, Mister Fix It in this issue. Oh nice. nice.
0: Yeah, you can't go wrong with that.
3: Banner shows up to um throw some money down on the roulette table and he goes um he goes, put it all on black. I never bet on no. red. And, and he uh right nice. uh, he's like you might and, and the dealer's looking at him and he goes, Oh no, you might wonder why I am standing here in pants that don't fit me and threw down coins that I obviously grabbed from the fountain outside and, and if you're wondering how I made it past the dorm in it's because um I used to be a bouncer here and and uh uh-huh. so I mean it was a nice little Yeah he was uh, so um <laughs> it was uh it was a pretty cool issue. But I've been I um I really haven't been reading a whole lot this past week. I've been uh just kind of busy with a few other things and then the past couple of days kinda through me from um but yeah, so I, there's and and I um I, I started the 5th issue of Spider-Man which which came out so I I want to finish that series before um I find out if it if it ends as as it I know like like Jason wasn't really feeling the first issue and and it might have started off a little slow and and it, it 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 was definitely it was peaking. It 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 wasn't a the straight Great line from the beginning. It, it, it went up and the, um, third issue was great. Fourth issue was okay. Um, I don't think it was as good as the third issue and the fifth issue. Um, Peter's just trying to get home at, at, as far as the part that I'm up to. So, um, I hope that it, it, in, it ends. I wonder if he's going to make it. I hope,
1: man.
3: <laughs> no. No. I'm stuck not, in the old universe. Not David. Yes, sir.
0: Are we really to believe, Dan Slott, about retailers severely under Amazing Spider-Man, what is it, 698 or uh, something?
3: Is that the first issue of Alpha?
0: I don't know. He just said, yo, you know what, we have a Milestone 700 issue coming up. This issue right here, you guys severely under-ordered it. And I'm thinking, is that just a... You know, that's, that a ruse, just a uh, hype? Uh, or should we believe Dan Slott and they're going to bring something major down on, on Spider-Man? I don't know. Can they at this point? Like, what could be so revolutionary? Dude, I,
2: I heard rumors, and I don't know if they're true that they're going to reverse one more day.
0: Wow! How are they going to do that?
3: Uh, like I said, it could be completely unfounded. I just heard rumors of that. I don't know. I mean, it, it's... See, I I have I don't know about six ninety eight. Six ninety three, I um, I haven't finished yet. I have I have a little bit. I, my my my. Th- I I enjoyed six ninety two, which was the fiftieth anniversary. But I enjoyed the backups more than I enjoyed the main story. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I'm not really feeling Alpha. It, 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 you know, he's a high school kid and he he stumbles onto his powers. And you know, you're not supposed to like the dude, and I don't. And I. Oh, Alpha is the kid's name. The, yeah the,
0: the code name for the yes the, okay
3: yeah. and uh it it's it's you know it's maybe this is like like i always say you know when you have the when we talk about morrison or or Van Lenthi or parker and and you know why did they create their own characters and and give them away and it's like well maybe they just wanted them to play in that sandbox and maybe this is slots character that he wants to have in the marvel universe playing spidey spence sandbox and i'm just i it kind of just, after Spider Island and, and everything else we've had since then, and everything's been running real smooth and great and, you know, Horizon and and Life is Good and Ends of the Earth was, was pretty damn good. And then we get, you know, smacked with, with here's a new character. And it, it just, mm-hmm. it, it's a little bloodlinesy. And I just, I wasn't, mm-hmm. it kind of just killed the flow. And so I haven't been, you know, it's Humberto Ramos, so it looks Great. And you know, and I, I have faith in Slot. I, I, I enjoy his work, but I just it just didn't really sit all that well with me, so I haven't gone back to six ninety three. Now I know gotcha. that issue seven hundred is listed as the final issue. Uh uh-huh. Because um I'm sure with Marvel now that that they're you know, the Oh yeah, it's time hit. for another reboot. Yeah, so you know, it's time to go number one. It's only go been a couple years.
1: <laughs> so, uh,
3: you know, I'm I am looking forward to that for for personal reasons, for selfish reasons, not not because it's a new number one. There's that there's there's a reason why I'm looking forward to Spidey's next chapter, at least visually. And uh, oh, really? Yeah, we can't we can oh. you and I know we can't say yeah that. yeah. Um, uh, so it. Uh, so there there's that. I might start reading the book current again <laughs> then <laughs> yeah um, yeah so. I'm I'm looking forward to that. I but, forgot about that. I know. Uh, the, yeah. The. Do, uh, do you
0: think reversing if the, if it is in in fact reversing <laughs> one more it. day? Oh, no. Do, do, you think, do you think do you think that's going to like matter with matter anybody?
3: No. Nah, dude. It's like look, look, Spiderman, Superman, and Lois aren't together with their reboot, so you know we'll we'll mix things up and we'll put Peter Mary Jane back together. But then bring back Gwen if you're just really going to go all out. But if a real now they could
0: not. do yeah, that'd be cool, right?
3: I mean if they start but if if you're going back to basics, they they've done that. Never mind they've done it in the regular universe. They 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 did it more recently in the ultimate universe. And and that was a decade ago. So um
0: They broke my heart with issue four hundred and I never trusted them since.
3: I know, I know. But that was an
0: awesome friggin' issue, dude. Yeah.
3: I don't but like that the um so I don't, I don't know about six ninety eight. I don't know about underordering. I don't even know what six ninety eight's about. It might, it might be the beginning of the the end with with leading into seven hundred. Maybe it's,
2: it's the, the one where Spidey has to like use a spider sense to save the day.
3: Yeah. Oh, it'd be, it'd be crazy. Come, hey, he needs her medicine again?
2: <laughs>
1: Jason,
0: it'd uh-huh. <laughs> <He'd> be
3: crazy.
0: The <laughs> <laughs> man <laughs> so dude. Dude,
2: oh, man. I want to talk about Marvel though.
0: Go ahead. Really, go ahead,
2: dude. I gotta say, you know, I have not, I like Matt Fraction personally. Like, I, I like, I think he's a, he's a fun guy. I, I like, I think he's smart. I love Casanova. Um, I've liked some of his earlier stuff at Marvel, but it's been a while since I've thought he was like killing it on a book, you know, to be honest. Like, it's been a while. And I thought fear itself really kind of, you know, was, was not an accomplishment. So I gotta give him his props, dude. The first two issues of Hawkeye have been awesome.
3: That's what I heard. Now, I, I figured you were going to say that because of how they were going to look. I am glad to hear that, story-wise, things are rocking. Well, let me say this, too, because you bring it up. So it's it's reuniting
2: Fraction with David Aja, who we all knew from, from their Iron Fist run. Um, Aja took some time off because his wife had a child, and he was kind of like taking a little slow roll. But now he's back. Dude, he is even better than he was before. Like, Vince, is what I got to tell you, dude. He's on some, like, David Mazzucchelli shit.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm serious, I, I, man. I know. I saw some sample pages. Yeah. It's really crazy
2: good, good looking. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy good looking. I mean, it's a visual tour de force. Like, you know, I, I got to get the hardcover of this because it's so beautiful. And this is the right kind of thing for Fraction because it's... I think in the first two issues, I don't even know. Yeah, other than like a, a flashback scene, I don't think he's been in costume. It's, wow. It, and and the the cool thing is is the thing I really like about it is he sets up the premise in a way that just sets the tone for the book because if you think about it, like one of the interesting things about Hawkeye is he's a hu- you know he's not super powered, he's just a really talented archer. But if you think about it like he's almost never been in a situation where he's not in a superhero story like he's not really ever been street level. Like it's not that's not the kind of stories they usually tell with him cuz he's usually as part of a team. I mean there's usually it's rare when he's not either heading up a team whether it be Thunderbolts or Secret Avengers or you know the Avengers. Um so this is a little bit of fertile territory for Fraction to go into the the idea of 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 treating him as street level. And he sets it up in the first issue with the first page by saying, you know, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't have the issue in front of me, but it's like, you know, Hawkeye is a, the world's best archer. He becomes an Avenger. And this is, this book, this book's about everything that happens when he's away from the Avengers. That's all you need to know. So, like, it almost sets it up like the way that the, like the Wolverine was back in Marvel Comics Presents, you know, where he was in Madripoor. And it was just completely separate, and it was a different tone of story, and it was just he was a different guy. And that's what this is. I mean, this is Hawkeye when he's not an Avenger, when he's just doing his own thing. And uh, it's, it's terrific. Uh, it's well written. Um, if I had a minor nit, it would be in the first issue. Hawkeye's dealing with some Russian mobsters, and the, the, the Russian mobster says, bro, literally every time he opens his mouth. So he says bro maybe 200 times in the issue, um, which I think was he was meaning to convey. Like, you know, the guy speaks broken English, so he calls everybody bro. <laughs> but uh, here you go. Clint Barton, a.k.a. Hawkeye, became the greatest sharpshooter known to man. He then joined the Avengers. This is what he does when he's not being an Avenger. That's all you need to know. And there you go. And that sets it up. Fraction oh, Aja, Matt Hollingsworth does the colors, and his colors are massively important to the first two issues. It's a great aesthetic. It, uh, it's just, it's terrific. I mean, he, he's, uh, he's, he's human in this book. He's, he gets hurt. He gets beaten up. Um, he, he, uh, he befriends Kate Bishop, who is going to be a supporting character in the book, who was the Hawkeye, you know, who's the young Avengers Hawkeye. Um, he has a pet dog. There's no mention of Mockingbird. he, is uh he's kind of like the like the people's champion you know almost reluctantly so the circus of crime is involved in the first story which is great um it's 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 just the first two issues hitting it out of the park you know wouldn't be the first time that you know a- a a comic gets off to a great start and then peter's out but in terms of hooking you man this book this hooks you it's 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 uh it's terrific um and and he's even a little self self aware like there's a, a a moment where he where where Clint is beating up some people and uh and but he's like in plain clothes and so people start to panic and he's like, It's okay, I'm an Avenger. And then one guy's like, Are you that Iron Fist guy? <laughs> so, you know, it's even like, you know, he just kinda he's just you know a little self aware, a little tongue in cheek there. Um but uh you'll love it, David, because there's like I said, there's a dog and it's uh it's Clint's yeah, best but friend. It's, but it's a hawkeye. And he's uh he, I know, I know, you're not a huge Hawkeye fan, I know
3: there's
0: but, but uh, a dog? There's a dog.
3: I know, there's a the dog. dog. <laughs> he wait, dude, and his name is Arrow. <laughs> oh, named after arrow. the uh, the CW show coming out. Yes. Nice tie-in.
2: So no, man, this is real good. Like I said, he's off to a strong start. The the book just by the way it looks is worth reading, but but it's just a lot of fun, and uh, I, uh, I I dig it the most. I I really do say it's 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 the first book. Out of Marvel, new book in a while. That's got me real excited. It, uh, I, I guess, I feel this way the way I guess most people felt when they read that first few issues of Daredevil. You know, oh, okay, all right. Excited about it Perfect. and like, okay. okay, you know. So, I dig uh, it. yeah, man, I, I, you, you gotta. If you're not, give this a try. Is what I'm saying. It's, it's, okay. it's. uh I will. Put it this way. it's, it's not anything like any Hawkeye we've read before. Right. So you know he's. He's now, I know you have an issue with him because he's kind of a douche in general, but I mean, he, you know, but, but in this again, he's kind of like the people's champ, you know, so.
3: Well, maybe I'll, I'll look at the pages and I'll just think, like, well, maybe if, if, if DC brought back Connor Hawk, that <laughs> this is how it would look. No, I, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I like Aja. I like the, the, the three and a half issues of Iron Fist he did. I do like, <laughs> man, uh, rough. he's uh, rough, man, is he? It's it's
0: um It's a butthurt.
3: And I do <laughs> I'm butthurt because, you know, I had to I had to get, you know, John Severn on Iron Fist Yeah, that makes me butthurt. Oh, the boy. uh and Oh Rusty. yeah, that was
0: beautiful work. It
3: was beautiful. Yes. So it's um and I, I, I do like fractures beautiful. That's beautiful. Isn't, isn't that a bit
0: redundant beautiful. though to say John Severin's work was beautiful on
3: any book? Yeah, that's true. it's true. John Severn okay. dot and yeah. yep. Um the uh I did read the second of uh, Alan Davis's annual trilogy, and, oh, yeah, and he did. The, the Daredevil issue was really good. Um, wait,
0: wait, wait, what's this? Alan Davis's what?
3: Oh. oh, son, why don't you listen to the show when i on it? Bird, uh, I listen to
0: it when I'm on it.
3: <laughs> Alan Davis, you're on it. Yeah. Alan Davis has written and penciled, and Mark Farmer inked three annuals this summer. Uh, but it was they were standalone. But they did connect because Alan Davis tied his clandestine characters yeah. into it. No and, and shit. Actually, and after reading Daredevil Jason, I am now even more interested in finding out about Attaboy. the boy. Yeah, I mean, the first oh, really? one... So wh-
0: okay, go So what are these right, annuals? So in?
3: the first annual was Fantastic Four, although it was really the... Well, I the can du- get down annual. with that. Well, you should, because it was just Ben and Johnny and Doctor Strange. So... Yeah. Reed and Sue are vacationing, so they're not even in the uh-huh.
0: issue. But I would really like to see L. Alan davis, Troy davis Troy,
3: Susie. Yeah, It's good, dude. Uh, uh, so, um, so that was a nice little time travel tale with, with Ben and Johnny and, 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 um, and Victor and, and Doctor Strange. And then when that, when that basically done in one series wraps up, you can read more about the family in the Daredevil Annual and that's so cool so you have um, and what's neat is that this is why I I mentioned I, I talked about this a little bit on, on Marvel this is why I love the Marvel Universe so much because there is that connectiveness and I know that that can turn some people off because they just they want their books separate from anything else I don't; it needs to exist in a vacuum but I love the fact that I can read a page where Daredevil beautifully drawn is swinging through the city and because of his enhanced hearing, he picks up on conversations, and one of the conversations he hears is the last thing Ben asked Johnny in the Fantastic Four annual. That's and nice. It, 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 you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't have picked it up on it. No big deal. Everything's still there. But-, but you would
0: pick up on it, even if you didn't consciously pick up on it. Subconsciously, so yep. you would.
3: Right, yeah. So uh, so the Daredevil story is, is the second one. Again, Dr. Strange pops up, and... Um, And basically, you know, if it's an excuse for for Alan Davis to draw Doctor Strange, I'm cool with that because it looks great. Agreed. It looks good. Nice. Yeah, I'm waiting for, like I said, I I read the first issue, but I'm waiting for the rest to be collected. Yeah, And and the third part, which I haven't started yet, it ends with, uh, with Wolverine Annual. And I, when it comes to, I know that when the movie came out and there was that mandate that, you know, when Greg Rucka and Derek Robertson launched the Marvel Knights Wolverine, you know, Robertson had him drawn rugged and, and surly looking and short and and they were just like, you know, Hugh Jackman's playing him in the movie. We need him like six feet tall and and you know, make him look a little better. And same thing with it even even quietly didn't didn't make him, you know, super attractive, but he still mm-hmm. you know, stood upright and you know, didn't drag his knuckles and, and, mm-hmm. and were so so they changed Wolverine over the years. But my one of my favorite images of Wolverine is that cover of um, the uh, um, OGN Bloodlust by Alan Davis. And yes. I think that, but it's just him hunched over, claws out, looking as mean and feral as can be. And I really, and sp- oh, and, and the cover of Kenny X-Men during Mutant Massacre with him versus Sabretooth. Shit,
0: that's a classic so, image. The
3: yeah. way Alan Davis draws Wolverine that I, it can't be topped. And it's, it's, it's... No I'm, argument for me there. Really looking forward to the, uh, to the Wolverine annual, but it's a way for Alan Davis to work on his creator owned family in the Marvel Universe. And, and it's, it's as I'm reading each, each annual, I'm getting a little bit more interested in the family because I told Jason last week that I never read anything regarding clandestine. I knew it yeah, wasn't. I almost Davis. hung up from the podcast. It's yeah, like, through his head, head down. He's like, I'm blown a chris. He, um, it, which is probably why he hasn't talked to me much this week. But it's it's um oh Jesus
1: <laughs>
3: wow it's uh if you must
2: know my my brother my boo I was at a conference all week so I really you know, I just, I, I wasn't on my normal Twitter schedule no definitely not um <laughs>
3: oh no I'm, no, no I'm not. no hurt.
1: I'm not you see, no, see what
3: I'm dealing with no, oh I know
0: how he is dude I've yeah. dealt with it for I've years. dealt with
1: him I had to leave <laughs> <laughs> it was done.
0: I have the clandestine. What is it? That premiere oh, yeah. hardcover, the classic one. Oh, I love clandestine. Yeah, you do. You know, you said Alan Davis can't top his Wolverine. Yeah, he can. He could put Nick and Susie in the background. Yeah, no. That that would top it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Even his his Wonder Woman wasn't bad in the nail no, books. Oh was, yeah. Alan oh, Davis come on. Draw the fucking women. He is yes.
1: Oh yeah, he can.
2: Yep. He could uh, draw the Falcon, too. And I know this because the page is hanging up in my wall. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
0: Jesus. You know what I like the best about Alan Davis is women's hairstyles. They're awesome. They're all 80s, straight 80s. <laughs> yeah, but
2: well, the men's are, yeah. <laughs> I was I was at an 80s party last Friday, actually. <laughs> oh, you could have right, won as Davis. an Alan Davis character. Nah, i <laughs> was run DMC. Oh, all
3: right. You gonna look like Simon. You he
0: went as run DMC.
3: Well, Renee wants to know if you went as all three of them.
0: That's what I'm saying.
3: Yeah. It it is, James.
0: Do you have your Adidas on?
3: Yeah, of course I did. Nice. Big fat laces, had my Kangol. So when he, when Jason said that, though, I was like, well, isn't that just regular Woodrow weekend wear? It's I don't <laughs> know why that would have to be a, a dress-up, but...
0: ah, look at you. I got something my you David's done.
3: i go for it. I don't think he was done, but go
0: ahead. Go oh, go ahead. I want to hear more.
3: I'm just, I didn't do <laughs> the Wolverine part yet. I, I, the, the Daredevil one was great, and it was a way for me to tell Jason that I'm, I'm more interested... And reading about clandestine. So yeah, so, so
0: all three of these things have been published.
3: All three have been published. Yeah. I have them all waiting for the, for the solicitation of the inevitable. Yeah, that, that's going yeah. to look real nice. And I, I thank um, Andrew Shaw for, for hooking me up with the codes for those. Would I've been
0: you do me a favor, either one of you, please? When that thing, I don't even get the Marvel previews uh, thing on on previews Wednesdays. When that thing is solicited, would you please you know, let you me know? Me know? I don't even take the Marvel thing because I don't get any Marvel. The only Marvel book I get is, is, was Incredible Hulk. Or, not Hulk. Not Incredible Hulk. Um, the Red Hulk book. It's the only Marvel book I get.
3: What's the matter with you, dude?
0: And that, that's, I don't, I don't. I have no interest, dude. I don't. So. But anyway, let me know when that's solicited. But, I got this in the mail from the Amazonia this week. I guess it was recently released. Uh, I don't pay attention to such things because I pre-ordered this a while back. It, it is, uh, a companion piece to Abrams Comic Arts, uh, collections of the wacky packages and the garbage pails kids art right cover. Right. You ever see those? Nice. Yep. Yeah. This one, let me get the, the cover. The cover is actually wax paper or, or simulated wax paper, like the cards were, uh, shipped in back in the day. It's called back Mars. Mars attacks the 50th anniversary collection. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And and this thing is awesome. You actually get four trading cards in it in the back. And as you did in the Garbage Pail Kids and the wacky packages books, but uh what as as an art book, oh my god, it's amazing. You get all of the original cards and the backs, the classic 55 from 1962, you get all the paintings and the backs. Uh there's a section, did you know, this is pretty cool, there's an introduction by Len Brown, of course, uh, called Martian Days in the Beginning. I did not know this, that the design for the Martians were inspired by the Metaluna Mutant from This Island Earth and uh, Wally Wood's cover for Weird Science number 16.
2: I knew that. I didn't know that, the, yeah.
0: Yeah, this island Earth, the, the mutant. Uh and, and it's appropriate because Wally Wood actually worked on the Mars Attack series. Yeah. A- and in this book, you get, like I said, all the original paintings. Then there's a section that um shows Bob Powell and Wally Wood's pre-production drawings. Oh, black and white line art, delicious. It's just... Uh, I think there's there's close to there's two per page and it seems to go on for like twenty or thirty pages mm-hmm. of of Wally Wood and Bob Powell artwork. There is a collection of images done for promotional cards for uh, books like uh, magazines like Non-Sport Card Update. Remember that magazine? Mm, yes. I don't, even, I don't even know if they still do that. Um, Jay Lynch is in here. Uh, let's see. There's a lot of very familiar names, which those you don't know. Uh, Steve Bissett is in here. Uh, come on, give me somebody you'd know. Gus LaMonica, you wouldn't know him. Jay Lynch, you know him. Um, then we have some behind the scenes uh, drawings, more by Bob Powell. There is a collection, I guess they hired Herb Trimpy hmm. and Earl Norm uh to do 13 cards or 14 cards after
2: really? yes i can you still get that garbage pill uh book That's yes really. yeah oh, i would love to have that
0: yeah it's pretty awesome and i think they're they may be doing another one but um 1994, two years before the Tim Burton Warner Brothers movie, Topps released a second series of Mars Attacks cards, <laughs> officially titled Mars Attacks Archives. The set consisted of a reprint of the 55-card series from 62, as well as 11 paintings by Herb Trimpey and Earl Norum, which amounted to cards, for cards 56 to 66. And you get all those with the card backs. It's nuts. This, this collection is delicious. Then... Uh, the, from the comic series, you get, uh, the cover images that, uh, Tops Comics did. You get one from Norm Saunders, Tim Truman, John Van Fleet, William Stout, Ken Stacy, Joe Smith, Mark Schultz, uh, Zena Saunders, Miriam Kim, Mike Plug has one in here. Holy shit, Sam Keith, Keith Giffen. It's nuts. Fastener and Larson, blah, There's a, a Martian. <laughs> Jesus, the the Martians invade what looks to be like a beauty contest, and they're 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 feeding the contestants pitchers of blood. (laughs) It's sweet. Jeff Darrow's in here. Oh, nice. Uh, Nice. Frank Bruner, John Bolton, Simon Bisley, Charlie Adlard. Yep. John Pound. John Pound. Drew Friedman. Earl Norum again. It's just an amazing, amazing collection. And the trivia is pretty damn cool. Um, there are unused wrappers that feature the series' original title, as well as unused box art by Wally Wood. Uh, guess what the original uh, title for Mars Attacks was.
3: Attack of the Martians.
0: <gasps> uh... <laughs> <laughs> no but you're close (laughs) you're close attack from space i don't know that yeah you get wax wax wrappers from the united states and england uh get this and in um 62 tops toyed with the idea of releasing a more toned down less offensive set blasphemy Mm uh and so they went in and reworked uh 13 paintings uh cleaning them up, taking the, the cleavage and the sexual innuendos out and the, the gore, so you get all thirteen of those. It's a pretty comprehensive uh look at the series. It really is. There's even images here from the toys that were uh some that are coming out, some that did come out from the Tim Burton movie. It's an amazing collection. It's a hundred and uh shit. Hundred and some pages? To no two hundred and twenty Six, eight pages, hardcover, it's only 20 bucks. Can you go Word. wrong? I don't think so. I don't think you can go wrong. I have every one of the Abrams Comic Arts card-related hardcovers uh, released to date, and they're all beautiful. Love them all.
2: Love it, beautiful. you
0: got to jump on that Garbage Pail Kids. Jason.
2: I'm looking here. I'm looking.
0: I believe there may even be two of them at this point. No, there's two wacky packages. I think there's only one Garbage Pail Kids.
1: You're yeah, slacking, my brother. No, I'm you're seeing slacking. it right here.
2: Yep, you're right. Two Wacky Packages, one Garbage Pail Kids. What's up with that? Actually, it says the Garbage Pail Kids came out in April of 2012, so is that a reprint?
0: I do believe they did reprint it, yes. Nice. I got the it. original, so... Like, I'm, I'm on it. it.
2: <laughs> on it.
0: Oh, I have a thank you, too.
2: Do you? Of course you do.
0: Yes. Uh, one. And I I don't exactly want to talk about it unless you guys have read it, but... Don Cardenas sent me a boatload of shit. He sent me the Fantagraphics Man of Rock book on Joe Kubert, which I did not have. Yes, and he was nice enough to send that to me. He sent me from Marvel Books, The Transformers, Collected Comics Number One, The Story Begins. This bitch was published in nineteen eighty four. Hey So this is Ground Floor Transformers. I, I guess, let me see, Spider-Man's in here, so it probably reprints 1 to 5. Didn't Spider-Man appear in in uh, Transformers 5, or was it
3: 4? Uh, it may have been the last issue of the miniseries, so maybe may have been 4. So
0: 4, okay. So he sent me that. He sent me an original drawing, two original drawings. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, one in color of CF from... um. The Prison Pit. I don't want to say what it is because kids may be listening. Uh, Johnny Ryan's Prison Pit, a color drawing of CF, the cannibal. And he sent me full comic-size illustration of the characters featured. It's awesome, too, and it is hyper-violent like the miniseries. The characters featured in the Image Comics miniseries, The Strange Talent of Luther Strode. Have you guys read this?
2: Yes, I have. Oh, oh
0: yeah. you you have talked about it on the show, i believe
2: the first, You talked I about the issues. first issue yeah, yeah first sure. two issues mm-hmm.
0: did you did you love it
2: loved it yeah thought I thought it was, thought it
0: was amazing yeah. and, and you know you got it let's be honest it there it bears a lot of similarities <laughs> to kick ass yeah yeah, but in my opinion, I enjoyed it much more i I thought it was a better story it it wasn't as um coy or or you know self absorbed as uh kick ass like mm-hmm, kick ass the you know the, the, the nudge nudge wig wink stuff that miller uh indulges himself in wasn't a part of this. Mm-hmm. And and I and in one at one point I think even one of the one of the characters says, you know, come on, you're dating yourself by one of them drops a some kind of pop culture reference. And he's like, dude, you're dating yourself. Like back sure. off. And uh but um written by Justin Jordan. Art by Trad Moore. I have not seen this guy's work before this. Yeah, I had not. Write that either. name down. He's gonna yeah. be big. He's gonna <laughs> yeah. be friggin' huge. Um coloring by Felipe Sobriero and uh lettering by Final Graphics covered by Adam Moore. Um I, I loved every bit of this. In the same yeah, ballpark good- as um Flex Mental, kinda. Mm-hmm. Not not as meta.
2: Right, well, uh, I mean, the meta. same premise in that it's a geeky person gets infused with the super strength, but... Yeah, yeah but man, the
0: violence, woof, shit. Some yes. of the... I mean, when he tears up that room and uh, just just hauls out on, on those guys, freaking body parts everywhere. Yeah. It's nuts.
2: Well, it, it reminded me a lot of... Uh, I mean, I could see, I could see the kick-ass, but, but the violence and the way it was depicted reminded me a lot of... um um. The Sword by the Lunar Brothers, which uh, I, I gushed about when I read the yeah, hardcover. I
0: crapped out on that after like
2: huh. six. Yeah, I loved the hell out of that. I thought it was great, but um, but just the same kind of like he, graphic violence.
0: He crams, he uh, breaks off one guy's arm from the from the uh, the elbow down and crams it down another guy's throat. And he crams it down the throat so hard that mm. the, the fingers of the hand plunge or, or emerge out of the dude's. Uh, where the guy's esophagus is—it's nuts. Yep. Ripping heads off at the Pretty nose,
2: uh,
1: shit.
0: Did you say I'm crackly?
2: No, I said no. it's cray. It was cray, cray, It is.
0: It's, it's extremely violent. Um, and uh, but ultimately, what a read! Fantastic read. A- and that last page of issue six—I'm I'm back for more. Or the back cover for issue six. Yes. Uh. Where they tease something else is coming. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm on board. I'm gonna follow these guys
2: everywhere. Yeah, Trad is rad. Nice. Yeah, now,
0: now, I have, I, what is, where did he come from?
2: No idea. It doesn't I, matter I,
0: where I, he came from. True. He's on my radar now.
2: There you go. You know it. So what else we got? I'm sexy and I know it.
3: Um, <sighs> One more. Well, I, I snagged it because I was just on the forum at that time. But uh, got to thank Mr. Brannigan, 77, on the um. On the forum for uh, dropping the digital code to Doctor Strange season one, so Damn I will be seeing that.
2: People hook you up with these digital spots. They do. No, they
0: he, love he,
3: them. he just he threw it out there. I just I just happened to be on the forum. Any one of us. Yeah, dude. People hook you up. It's all about the tap. Oh, it's all yeah, all uh, about.
0: In David's defense, he did send it to. No, I, I know. He Yes. Yeah.
2: You're supposed to play so, a long Vince. Come on. I can't shit, my, my man.
0: Your boo. You can't. It's your boo. Yeah. He is my
3: boo.
1: Right. <laughs>
3: oh, man. Thank I wanted to let everybody know that uh, Digital First from DC, uh, today, there was a funky little Batman story that was released Legends of the Dark Knight number 16. Um, a Creative team we all love, but a um, but not on a character. Well, hell, not on a company, but never expected to see Jeff Parker and Gabriel Hardman do a Batman story, but they did this one. It's a done-in-one. It is gorgeous. It is a great little story, 99 cents. It may be collected with some of the other digital books DC puts out. <laughs> this is they're stupid if they don't well yeah but i you know i mean it it's definitely i could see why they they um they would keep it at least this way for now i mean yeah at least yeah i mean they may do it and they may not just don't let uh the Dio say that you know? Oh, it's Wednesday's comics, and it'll be great. And then two weeks later, come out and say, "Yeah, we're going to put it all together in one book." Anyway.
0: It's Wednesday's collection. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it is a pretty solid um, creative team. That Parker's is it's pretty,
3: pretty solid. It was. Uh, I like it's, Parker it's, a lot. It's uh, yeah, yeah. You do, you best. <laughs> it doesn't look like a storyboard, Vince. The. Uh, uh, <laughs> it is it's exactly. The, uh, what? What? what?
0: <laughs> Nothing. Uh huh. See anything? We don't want uh-huh. to go there.
3: It's issue sixteen. Gotham Spirit is the name of the story. It's 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 part one of one, written by Parker, art by Gabriel, colors by Elizabeth Brightweiser. So it's basically like the whole Agents of Atlas team just went down the street to do a DC story. Yeah. Uh, and because it is digital, it's done in uh, that that widescreen landscape look. Um, she's but she's
0: really talented.
3: She really is.
0: No, really, I want to see her oh, name sorry. on the on the best of lists like soon, because she's up Betty. there with Dave. Dave Stewart. Yeah, she's really good. Dude, she makes know, you know, Dave look I, great. But
2: I think she's going to get, I think this year, when it comes to colorists, the, I think the, the breakout star has been Jordi Belair. She's everywhere.
0: Yeah, she's good, too.
2: She is good. It's cool yeah. that there's women's taking care of their business, doing colorist work. If you think about Betty, Jordi, and uh, and uh, Laura Allred, all all man, it's three of the best. Allred, right all Laura Martin. Oh, true, true. 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 Double true.
3: Truth,
0: truth. Triple true. Yeah. And it's, it's, they all have the, a distinctive voice, too. Like Laura Allred has that animation cell type, uh, coloring where there's um al- like I said b- before, there's almost the, the hint that there's an acetate layer of color casting a shadow on certain parts of it. Then you get Elizabeth Breitweiser has this, it's a, it's an organic kind of, I call it a blooming effect where she has multiple, Hues within the same color range erupting in her. Co- I love her color work. It's just fucking amazing, and she makes a, a schlub like Hardman look good. Uh. So If you can make Gabriel Hardman look good,
3: <laughs> yeah, you,
0: know, you got some skill. Yeah, yeah I hate him. how good he is. He freaking pisses me off. He's you amazing. see what you see? What they're doing with Planet of the Apes? I, 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 I one of my all-time favorite comics is marvel's planet of the apes magazine i i think i don't know if i should say this but i think i'm enjoying planet of the apes almost as much as i did back in the day the boom planet of the apes books are friggin' amazing nice
2: yeah no i mean i i uh similar to i'm i'm got to get the collections you know to support uh gabe and, and karina yeah
0: yeah they kicked the first one out really cheap too yeah they did th- yeah yeah my door keeps opening, but there's, like, no little hands behind it. Really? It's weird. Yeah, maybe the house is haunted. Scary. No. <laughs> you owe a beer, Jason. Uh, you
2: know We were beer. What else we got?
3: What you got? What uh, you been reading?
2: Oh, jeez. Well, Too I, much. I definitely got to give a shout-out to, because um, I read the first half of it tonight with my boys, the fourth... Hardcover of the uh, of Eric Shanower and Scotty Young's um, uh, Oz series is out.
3: Oh, what's this that one called? Is, uh,
2: Dorothy and the Wizard in Oz, instead of Wizard of Oz. So the collections have been the Wonderful Wizard of Oz, which is the, of course the story that everybody knows, the Marvelous Land of Oz, the and then it was Ozma of Oz, and now this one is Dorothy and the Wizard in Oz, and uh, it's as as usual terrific. Dorothy and the uh, the wizard are reunited, and uh, hijinks ensue at the center of the earth. It's very cool. Classic stuff. I I Scotty's killing it, as usual. Yeah.
1: Should we, should we expect an, an omnibu? Ad- omnibu? Without the, without the, without
2: the oh, you're all crackly, dude, but yes, we probably should. David?
3: I just thought about Legends of the Dark Knight. I haven't <laughs> read much this week, man. You put me on the what? spy shit. Aw, oh, shit, yo! That's crazy.
2: All right. Well, speaking to Gabriel, I uh, I caught up on uh, Rick Rick and Gabriel's Secret Avengers. Uh,
3: oh, nice.
2: Yeah, it's it's weird the 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 whole the whole the whole conceit of Secret Avengers like has bothered me. Like the it's idea that they're this like clandestine group, but yet they're all still wearing their costumes and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't know. Like if I was Needing to form a covert group that had to be under the radar, it wouldn't be a guy in a spandex Great Britain flag, a Valkyrie, you know, it wouldn't be like, like you know what I'm saying? Like it wouldn't, they wouldn't be my choices for like stealth. <laughs> but that said, like putting that aside, like the, the conceit is kind of ridiculous. Um, it's awesome, dude. I mean, you know, look, I, I I own a shitload of Gabriel's artwork. I think he's one of the best artists alive. So to see him draw Beast the way Beast should look, mm-hmm. and ca- and Captain Britain. On the same page is is goodness, you know. Uh, the the Hawkeye, I think I mentioned this last week. The Hawkeye Captain Britain dynamic is hilarious. Yes, the, the Hawkeye ca- uh, Captain America dynamic is great as usual. So just uh, but I had I think I read the first issue or two uh, last week, so I've, I caught up and read the the entirety of their run together, and it's it's great stuff. So, you know, again, that's one of those things where if people are reading their Marvel in chunks and we're waiting to hear, you know, that something's worth their effort, then then the the Remender Hardman run of Secret Avengers is absolutely worth your effort. It's uh, it's just great superhero team storytelling. You know, just it is what it is, and it's it's wholly satisfying if you like superhero stuff.
0: You know, you're right. Am I crackling? No. no. Hardman is one of the best comic artists yeah. alive, and and I, yeah, and I'm I'll be honest, I'm jealous of the dude's um, talent because uh, he makes it look so friggin' easy. Yeah, that's true too Yeah, and it's just his his style is mm, it, there there's something old and something new about it. It's 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 uh mm. there's a there's a vintage uh a classy, a classic sensibility to it and then you look at it uh, he he does uh it's modern storytelling. Uh, it's just amazing. I hate him. I do. I <laughs> hate him cuz I'm jealous. We well, are we do we are we all do we hate people we're we're, uh, we're jealous of?
2: N- no, well I do, no. and I hate. I yeah. have nothing but love in my heart. <laughs>
3: that's it, man. Got to
2: Damn, I'm a cable of hate. Cable?
1: What?
3: what, know, right? it's what, this, what? So I, I'm a cable full of hate.
2: I am
0: the, full I'm the I'm the Ascani son of hate.
2: <laughs> Sp- oh, Vince, what do you think? So, I know you're not the. You gonna jump back into the Marvel world for Cable and X Force? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what, I
0: don't,
3: that's
2: hopeless. What?
0: I don't know. I know. I really dude, you don't gotta know. Support Dennis.
2: Oh,
3: but oh, dude, but Dennis and. Speaking Cullen of Dennis, hopeless.
2: But Dennis, yeah. Dennis and Cullen Bunn have been on the grind for years, and it's so nice to see them getting like big time Marvel projects.
3: Yeah.
0: Who's drawing it?
2: Mm. Well, it doesn't matter in like three weeks. Salvador LaRocca, but.
3: Yeah. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. No. Is he? Yeah. Uh. Oh.
0: Yeah, there's, there's friggin' no way I'm gonna
2: buy that. I know,
1: I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry.
2: I can't escape LaRocca. I thought I was finally off the Iron Man tit, and I could escape him, and now he's following me to X-Force. The tit.
3: The
0: Iron tit. <laughs> but, dude, it's
3: Cable and X-Force together, Vinny. Uh, All right, how about this, then? How about this? You want some Dennis Hopeless in your life? Avengers. The- um. Avengers. Uh, Ina. Arena, yeah. With art by? Uh. Motherfucking Kev Walker. Kev Walker, Young. Dave. Yep. Basically, Vince, this is kind of like battle royale um, in the Marvel universe. Yes, it's the it's the youngsters of the Marvel universe, uh, and probably a power kid or two. But basically, um, they, <laughs> yeah, I I kind of I didn't want to read the um the press release just because I I like to know as little as possible going in, but. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's basically like, like Jason just said. It's, it's going to be brutal and it's, uh, basically battle royale in Murder World in, uh, in the Marvel
0: Universe. Is it a limited series? A one shot? I think
3: it is a limited series. I think it is. Mature readers? Um, I don't know. It's, I mean, there are a lot of characters in it. So I don't know how long it's it's um yeah 16 of Marvel's teen heroes um but I'm not sure if it if it was actually announced as a limited series or or what I suppose I I presume it is right I mean
0: last question Kev Walker line art or painted art
2: Probably line art dude. Ah.
0: Probably line art well, that's a good thing, too, but I would really like to see oh, sure. Kev Walker unleashed with paint on, on a well, limited obviously, series. obviously, dude.
1: Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> Jason, well, yeah.
2: No, no, I it's... mean, what you
3: going to do? I don't, oh. I don't think
2: I just going to argue that. By part. the way, that, the, the good news, I think, it's a win-win, is that Kev Walker and Declan have both done a great job alternating arcs of Thunderbolts. Yeah. But they both get their own series now in the Marvel Now. So that makes me happy.
0: What's Declan doing?
2: Um, I knew you were gonna ask me that. Uh, he is doing a series. I can't think of it offhand, but he is doing a series. Hold on. Um, I guess I shouldn't have said that without knowing what the series was. But
0: that's okay. I talk about a lot of things without knowing what the hell's going on.
2: Right. I know. I know, but people expect that of you, not of me.
0: Well. <laughs> really? You know, Chris is gonna go back next week. Fell apart without me, didn't
2: it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like what? I'll, I'll hold on. <laughs>
0: While you're looking at that, uh, I picked up the new SpongeBob this week. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, Damn, the the inside back cover choked me up a little bit. Yeah? In memory of Ernest Borgnine, 1917 to to 2012. Academy Award winner, Chief Petty Officer, and Voice of Mermaid Man. Uh, There's a little ship PT-73 behind him. Julie Wilson drew it, and it says, For Ernie, You will always be our superhero. Oh, man. And she even put the gap in between his teeth. (laughs) His his front teeth. It's awesome. I love it. Yes, there you go. What's he working on, Jason?
2: I I haven't. I can't find it. Oh, damn. Damn. That's okay. Damn, damn. damn. Declan. uh, Well, he listens. Declan, uh, shout a brother out. What are you you working on?
0: Wouldn't it be cool if he answered, like, right now?
2: That would be. Yeah. (laughs)
0: How's he, how he listening to us?
2: Damn. Well, he's doing something. Here you go. Here you go. Oh,
3: do it up style. No, that's not it either. Sorry.
0: Why don't you like SpongeBob, Jason? Why? It's just
3: so wacky. Uh,
2: so
0: bad. You, you know, I, I thought you didn't like Adventure Time. You came around. I, I just.
3: Adventure Time is no uh, joke.
0: Did you know that in the special Haunted Halloween issue number 13, we'll feature the talents of Steve Bissett, Al Jafay. Oh, Jason, mm-hmm. come on. That's Al Jafay. My man right and there. And Tony Millionaire. Man, Mackie's.
3: That's strong. That's strong. Did, uh, yeah, have you been to his website lately? I I saw something website. last week. Uh, Tony Millionaire's. I don't know that I've ever been to his website. I think. Wait, let me... Uh,
0: it's like a big news today out of Picture Box. Brandon Graham's art book for 2013. Oh. While we're oh, see, I had a yeah.
3: feeling. I
2: I had a feeling. I did not I just, know that. just a big old joke. When are they doing pre-orders now?
0: Not yet. 2013 coming out. They have, uh, he uh, floated uh, the cover image and I think uh, another image too. It looks looks hot. It's like I have hunks. a
2: question. This Multiple warhead series that's been solicited, Yeah. is it a reprint of the original or is this new stuff? Oh, I don't know.
0: I just ordered it. I
2: Well, I know, but I wanna I Yeah. Some. well even
0: if it is a reprint of the original stuff, I'm sure it's new covers, so I bought it anyway. I okay. don't know. I just I just bought the shit. Brandon Graham ordered. Could be anything.
3: Just not his Twitter feed.
0: Nah, I follow him again. <laughs> I can't quit him.
3: It it is it um for the O'Brien's it is strips and the number four dot com. I just wanted to make sure that that was clear before I...
0: You didn't fo- did follow up on the Tony Millionaire thing. What's going on in his website? It
3: was, okay, back at the beginning of the month, um, I saw a tweet. September 6th, he uh, he posted a comic strip of um, Drinky Crow <laughs> uh, and friend walking past a retirement home, then a nursing home, Then a poor house, and you see Drinky saying, Come on, Uncle Gabby, keep walking. (laughs) Then a drunk home, where Drinky says, Here we are, dear Uncle, the last stop. And all uh, the golden years, and Drinky and Gabby are rocking in a chair. And at the bottom of the strip, there is a little cartoon that says, Our announcement, the Mackie Strip is retiring as of today. Oh, yeah. Thank you for reading all these years. Thank you, thank you. And I didn't follow up, but later on in the day... um. Tony posted that uh, Mackey's will never be retired. I'm just keeping everyone on their toes. See how see how horrible life would be without good comics. And then right. the past couple of weeks there've been regular updates. So I when I saw it on the sixth, I saw it in the morning after I got to work, and I didn't follow up on it. And then when you mentioned Tony Millionaire, made me remember the thing. So I just went to the site to see what was going on. Yeah,
0: I don't follow Mackey's on a regular basis, but me I neither. Did, I did hear about the. the the ruse so to speak but i mean if you've read the strip you know he's got a real weird sense of humor oh yeah really strange uh
3: i love those cartoons though holy shit man
0: he would incite riots on the old journal message board just because of his uh he's got a real real wry strange punch in the face kind of kind of wit you know it's he's a a man's man he's a burly man so whatever um so there we go wow we're sinking a little bit.
2: <laughs> you are not. Where's dude. Where's Neesman,
0: man? Where's we're just Nishman? Chilling,
2: dude? We're just dude. Ch- we're just chatting,
0: man. I got another hour,
2: our boy. Our oh no, 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 no! <laughs> I, I got want. some work tomorrow, dude. Yeah, yeah, me too. Jobs sucks. Oh no, does I'm
0: doing freaking freaking project management shit? Do you ever think doing I really? would be doing project no. management? No, wow. Yeah, it's. I hate it. I can't stand it.
3: I will uh, have to tell you something off here. I oh. Yeah, I, I I made a faux pas today. A it faux pas? Wow. Minutes. How long it, did you cook it? It was, it, was that, it was that feeling you get when you send an email to the wrong person.
1: Oh, no.
3: Heard it about that person. That up, oh, <laughs> no. Never email your boss, dude. That's, That's the shit. I hate that. Oh, I, I
1: hate that.
3: <laughs> man, oh, I, I she tried, covered my ass real quick with that. You oh, did? No. Yeah. I did, dude, you're lucky as a motherfucker. Wow. I, you, you
0: gotta watch I, that this, this this day and age you know
3: funny is that I had to first of all my, my boss well my, my boss is only working like twice a week because he's on um, he's on paternity leave so he he doesn't the dude's working.
0: on paternity leave
3: so pardon he he's 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 uh, he's he's taking time off he's got the time so he's taking time off to to be with his wife while they His baby was born a few weeks ago. So um no, no, a couple months ago because he was off most of the summer. And uh, I so that it was a woman's
0: job
2: though. To,
3: like, well, that's, well,
0: Barefoot and pregnant, right?
3: Well, he's coming a
2: so week. I don't know nothing about birth and no babies.
1: That's it, baby.
2: So my paternity leave. Boy, we really have become an androgynous
3: society, haven't we? Oh, that's good. <laughs> he was kind of getting beat on by by my coworker, the guy who um. Did his wife massage his birth canal while he was on break? Or? <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Oh. Did you get him some like bath salt so he could rest just his weary feet? <laughs> him, uh, ask if he needs a secretary or if he is a secretary.
1: <laughs>
0: you know what I read uh, over, the belay- over the break? Science. Um No, well, no. I have them stacked up to read, though. But I and I, I want to specifically save this for next week because I want to drive Chris nuts. Um, have any of you read *Nausicaa* in the yeah, Valley of Wind? It's not. by Miyazaki. Oh, it, it, oh! It, it is one of the friggin' best comic series ever. It's how many volumes? Let's see. Forty-seven. Uh, s- seven volumes. Roughly 200 pages a piece. I mean, it's not—it's yes. not that long as far as manga goes, but it is an amazing journey from start to finish. Uh, it is just great. Um, so I'm gonna save it for next week. But yeah, I read uh, Nausicaa in the Valley of Wind. It's just phenomenal. Um, g- if you haven't seen uh, Miyazaki's art for it, Google it. Just just look at some of the images, and it, it, you you'll want to read it. You will.
2: Sounds good.
0: It's one of the most alien-looking comic strips I've ever seen. Doesn't even look like it was drawn on this planet. Uh, part Mobius. Um, uh, what else do I see here? Uh, it's it's inventive as hell. Like the creatures and the 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 um, the uh, conveyances. Like she tools around on these these airships. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing, amazing work. But I'm not gonna blow my wad for this week. I'll talk about it. Oh, next you're gonna week.
2: save it. Yeah, Naus-
0: Nausicaa in the Valley of Wind. Fucking phenomenal work.
2: Must be, dude. You People be like, yeah. Ju- I,
0: well, you know what? My, my my brother Julian will agree with me. <laughs> if, if, if no one else, Julian will.
2: There you go. Maybe we should have Julian on as a special guest next week.
0: Cool. Talk All right.
2: Nausicaa. Oh, dude. I'll now, say. is it Mausicaa? Is in like...
0: N-A-U-S-S-I-C-A. And there's a umlaut over... um. Let me see. How
2: they do, do it. What's a Japanese guy doing using an umlaut?
0: Dude, there's so much German influence in Japanese stuff? Are you kidding me? Really? Yes. Oh
2: god. No yes.
0: Uh, uh, well, look at World War World War 2. They were in bed together. And the <laughs> What's the, a what? No, the German culture pervaded Japanese. Like uh, uh, we'll get into it after the show. Yeah, that's a long topic for dis- discussion. There there's there's major German influence in the Japanese. I had no uh, idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, Valley of Wind for next week, people. All right. Hey, everybody. That's it. That's all we got. We love spending time with you. And this episode, as always, is brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, DCBService.com, where you can get all the stuff I mentioned at the beginning of the episode at huge, phenomenal Womba discounts, 35 to 75% off. Your favorite comic books and collectibles Mm -hmm. delivered right to your damn door. You don't even have to move. Do it.
3: Well, you got to get up to get the books. They're not going like, to bring them into your house, into your lap.
0: They may, depending on how much <laughs> you tip to, 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 well, the uh, delivery I person. that's what I saw about
3: the female meal woman, that was... Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. In your damn travels, get thee to an upscale comic shop or Amazon and get yourself the drawn and quarterly... Ma- I don't know what they, what they even call it... um This is like the definitive edition. It's not subtitled the definitive edition, but it is. It's from Chester Brown, one of my all-time favorite stories, Ed the Happy Clown. It's a hardcover, remastered version of this classic, like I said, recently published. Clocks in at 240, Woot! 244 pages with all the addendum at the end and the notes and the the behind-the-scenes shit and the reworking. Like I have the original issues of Ed the Happy Clown from Yummy Fur. I also have the Vortex collection, and I didn't compare them side-by-side. I will when I talk about this hardcover, but it looks like there is a lot of stuff in this hardcover edition that did not appear in the Vortex collection because back in the day, this was one of the books that was um attacked for being well just let's just say a little too gratuitous. Uh so it's been released by Drawn and quarterly. It's only twenty four ninety five. You it's a must own. It really is. It's one of those things like Love and Rockets and Dark Knight Returns, blah blah blah, Watchmen. You need to order you need to have uh Ed the Happy Clown on your, your shelves. Because it's just phenomenal. Any of you read it? bitches homework it. homework assignment head to happy clown bye go
3: <laughs> in uh well, I already blew my wad with legends of the dark Knight, so uh it was released about a week or so late but double barrel number four came out from top shelf and xander cannon and kevin cannon uh the this issue heck is actually shown in that landscape widescreen style format, so Ooh, it's it's, nice. it's kind of optimized. I guess. even though it's it's really the the one of the few comics that I read digitally that takes advantage of the full iPad screen because you read a standard mainstream comic and you do have the black bars on the side because it's not as wide as the iPad screen. So Double Barrel does take advantage of. All the real estate available to it, but um,
0: more Wait heck. What? Wait, you said this is one of the comics you read digitally. They, they, there's print they versions only, of double, no, no, no. Oh, okay, because when you say this is one of the comics I enjoy, digitally that I,
3: that I enjoy digitally, that takes advantage of the entire screen. Oh, I thought they they did a the print other books type of that what? I read digitally don't take mm-hmm. advantage of the entire screen because of how they're printed. Uh, I got but you. so. I'm sorry fourth that's okay fourth part of heck fourth part of um of of the crater story and um eventually i'll get far arden so i can read the prequel to um the crater story and we and and you know it and and we can all give um john westhoff some um shit Yeah, so some some
0: for for, for being a royal
3: pain in the ass. (laughs) Well, aside from that, he is one of the ten who there was a caption contest in the third issue where Xander and Kevin drew a panel with a big old word balloon in it, and you had to tweet what the caption says. And um out of ten johnny the homicidal drummer was one of wow. the ten and he's
1: yeah, right they probably there probably only got 10 with them, his
3: though. with his tweet <laughs> and and with his with his handle and everything right there it's like they took a screenshot of because it's got his little avatar that he's got now and and it's it's his john oh, w so amazing. i mean it they they just took a nice little screenshot so i mean there were 10 tweets and and john's was pretty funny but um yeah so i gotta i gotta give him ups to to oh. making it into the uh into the contest and being printed on a uh the page of a top shelf comic.
0: You know, Slurmo must have wrote it for him. No, oh! everybody said, dude, no, he said, dude d- d- tweet this for me. Do this I don't want yeah, yeah, do to. Yeah, do it. I, I can't it do was. it from work. You do it. Like, it's all Slurmo.
3: It's, it's got to be. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jason, my brother.
3: Is this mofo on mute?
0: Oh, I don't know.
3: Because he's been quiet.
0: I Yeah, exactly. Oh, Let's damn. See. There he is. Damn.
2: Surprise. <laughs> my apologies. Uh, okay. In your travels. Nobody cares.
0: What? Nobody cares. Where do, there's no formalities here.
2: That's true. That's true. That's right. uh, put the comics down for a night. <gasps> oh! Put them down. And educate yourself about hip hop, people. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Ice T, I mean, the art of rap.
0: I gotta watch that.
2: Get with the knowledge. Educate yourselves. Is there,
0: is there a colon after Ice T, right. the art of rap? Huh? they a colon, like, is it like ice tea colon, the art of rap, or is it just like is ice teas, the, art, teased, of rap, the art of rap?
2: Well, the, okay, so the name of the film is actually something from nothing colon, the art of rap.
0: <gasps> nice.
2: Yeah. I dig it.
0: So good, dude. So good. And you gotta, you have to buy this, or can you download it? Like, I watched stream it on iTunes. It? Yeah. Oh.
2: Excellent. It's got a 96% Rotten Tomatoes rating.
0: Woot. That's pretty high. I was thinking of David this weekend. I uh I saw some of the more recent Young Justice. Oh. Yeah, it was un- it was unsettling five huh? years much, later? how much how much it no, changed. It- yeah. Um I must have missed uh crucial episodes cuz I didn't know all of what was going no, on.
3: No, maybe not. You may not have cuz it's 5 years later. So um it's it really there is a huge mysterious gap.
0: Oh, so they intentionally left some stuff gray. Yes. Nice. I like that yeah. a
3: lot. Um and I always it, it's Crater 15 is is the Kevin Cannon story and and John's tweet. But the the panel is Kevin and Xander running away from something. And um the word balloon pointing to Xander can say whatever you want it to say and uh John's tweet was I told you not to kiss Chris Staros. He bathes in peanut butter and banana sandwiches. <laughs>
0: nah, that's all Slurmo. <laughs> totally so Slurmo. Funny. Yeah, it is. Come on, John.
3: Dude,
2: have you Great. did you guys watch uh the first well, I know Vince was on vacation, but uh David, did you happen to record
3: and or watch the uh, first episode of Revolution? I did not. I meant to see it online. You're not the only person that asked me if I did and, What's and I know this revolution thing. It's uh, New show. Um, it was is the Favre first episode. Just the Yeah, Favreau
2: directed the pilot, and uh, okay. it's it's produced oh, Monica's by boyfriend. A... What's that?
0: Monica's boyfriend, John Favreau.
3: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Friends, Yes. Nice. Nice dude. That like that. First just
0: part. not into you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just not into you. Frank. What, so rank? what's the what's the premise, Jason?
2: Well, this is why. I mean, as you know, I'm a sucker for dystopian stories. Like that's my thing, and this is. One day electricity ceases to exist in the world.
1: Ooh. Like completely.
2: Like gone. Like just everything is gone. And it's and then the you so see that happen and house, then it's during a storm. Fifteen years later.
0: So wait, electric electricity ceases to exist. hmm Um and every living thing on the planet is not dead as well?
2: Most have died, but this is fifteen years later and it picks up with a small band of survivors.
0: Ooh. And sure. cool. why have they survived?
2: Right. Cool. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, you probably I mean, don't know, right? That's a I mean. Humanity existed without electricity for a long time, but, well, but your brain right, can't.
0: In- hmm. Your brain can't.
3: Well, oh, it's stop. not. That. No, seriously.
2: <laughs> well, okay. Your brain, the brains are still working.
3: <laughs> but man-made electricity. electricity that supplies your home and that's which is kind of the same that's thing. missing. <laughs> Kind of, all right, yeah, okay. It is. All
2: right, maybe this is not the show for Vince, but... Yeah,
0: really.
3: <laughs> it's this is How bolster. could your
0: neurons fire without electricity? It's
3: about an invisible woman and a rocky dude, but don't come at me with this non-electricity shit. Nah,
0: dude, the body's electric. The friggin' sun's electric. Okay, okay. The sun will go out.
2: <laughs> Suspension <laughs> of disbelief, bro.
0: I know. I'm just giving you some shit. And you know what else I saw? I initially poo-pooed it because I thought, man, I don't really don't like the way that looks. Transformers Prime is raw. Have you ever seen it? No. (laughs) Oh, damn! It's really sharp. I I, the 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 human character designs for the humans, I I didn't like them initially, but they grew on me a lot. The bot designs are really nice, really nice. They gave Prime a mouth, and I was like, what? Prime has a mouth? No way! But Mm -hmm. it grows, it grows on you. It really does
2: if I like that.
0: Nah, it's watch it. And it's they they kind of the design for Bumblebee is really close to the Bay design. So it's a little bit off-putting cuz you get like a classic prime give or take and then you have the Bay Bumblebee. So it's mm-hmm. eh, but you can't blame them really, right?
2: Yeah. Bay's,
0: Bay's movies made a lot of money.
2: Yeah, true. True.
0: But RC is in it. She's one of like the the main characters. Really? Yeah, you got me. You put R C in it. I'm there.
2: Last name Cola. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: stupid and expected, <laughs> but it's still funny. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Black Arachne is in it, but they call her Arachnid or something. It was just strange, but the, the the designs are really mm. sharp. I like it a lot. Cartoon Network does good lot. damn things. Yeah.
2: Oh hell yeah, yeah, they do.
0: Yeah, I just hope the Kirby estate's getting a check for Ben Ten Omniverse. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pure Kirby. It's unbelievable. Yeah,
2: talk to Joe Kelly, dude.
0: I know. All right, let's do this. Let's get out of here. We gave them enough of our our souls.
2: We did. We, I think so, right?
3: Oh, the uh, the pilot for Revolution is on the uh, the NBC app for the iPad, so I'll I will check it out, Jason. Us uh, free? Yes. Yeah, the NBC app is free. Yes, yeah, so you just gotta yeah. Download the app. You can still get it on on your non-iOS 6 iPad Bins. Uh, I'm going to have
0: an iPad 3 in like a week. All right, then. So So what am I doing here? What am I doing? I go to the App Store?
3: Go to the App Store, type in NBC, download the NBC app, and you can get uh, most of the shows you can stream on.
0: Turn off airplane mode or use Wi-Fi to access data. Turn off
3: the airplane mode, dude. Dope.
0: Yeah, because you can't get shit on the uh, the ship cheap.
3: Oh. Yeah, so you can it, was, it, it, your- it
0: was like ridiculously expensive for per megabyte. I was like, nah, I'm not I happy. It's megabyte. Ooh, is it? I'm getting
1: <laughs>
0: my kids have so much crap on my iPad. It's not even funny. That's really? Funny. Yeah, like I had one. I have one screen of apps, and there's like seven, and the rest is all my kids' stuff. Dragon Vale, Dragon Calc uh dv guide what is this crap mega run kick the buddy this is crazy monster light toka hair salon this is
3: if anybody well the light's good because the light means they're not buying the full version oh i would know if they bought shit yeah yeah. that's why i only have a um i have an itunes gift card connected to my account so that's why i don't get i pay for the card and then i just i load it up and then as i want something I know it this way. I don't have like it's not connected to my credit card. And it's not like unlimited funds or whatever's in my bank. Right,
0: right. it's I like take your holy shit, <laughs> I, I yeah. got like sixteen things that need to be updated. No more, damn. Problem. Whatever. Problem. All right. Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. We love you so much. Uh, check Christ? out, check out Revolution. Sounds really cool. Um, and Neesman will be back next week.
2: Better be. Oh, he will. Yep. So we love you the
0: thank gang back together.
3: Being, thank you for being here. Yeah, yeah. he's covered block.
0: Covered block, yeah. So good. <laughs> hey, they so should good. charge.
3: They should charge for that shit. It's so good. It, it, no, it's not. But it, that's not why he's stopping. Why? Really? He, um, he, he doesn't have the time. He's, he's not getting the submissions he used to get. Plus, he's working on his own comic, so he doesn't have the time to devote to the site anymore. So what the? Is,
0: where I, I'm away a week
3: and, and dude, this is right for it? Yeah,
0: well, I haven't been is to forum the in it time, bro. Is a
3: forum? Is there-
0: what is the forum, David? The,
3: the forum. forum is bullpenbulletinspodcast dot slash forum or eleven o'clock. So covered blog is no more. That sucks. He's going yeah. to. He's going out in a bank. He's got. He's got some steady. Prepping to, to go out, but yeah, there aren't. It, it, it's a- Ain't going out like that. I'm never going away again. They're not. Up. I hope that's true because we missed
0: you.
2: Yeah. Later, people.